welcome everybody to episode 111 of the ADV podcast. And man, are we framed wrong today. Are we? What's yeah. up, Beijing? <laughs> oh yeah, let's do that, shall we? <laughs> What's well, up, Beijing? Oh, All right, anyway, guys, massive, massive show for you today. We've got a lot of catching up to do. One thing that we have to, first of all, get out of the way before we start anything is tomorrow is the anniversary of the Tiananmen Square Massacre. Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot going on as far as that's concerned. But I was thinking, okay, I was thinking a little something here. Mm -hmm. For a lot of people, the Tiananmen Square Massacre is something that happened far away and a long time ago. Especially in China. It's happened so long ago that you can't even talk about it. (laughs) Yeah, that's, okay. that's a good way to... Re- just remember yeah. when the um, uh, Australian, in the Australian university, where you had the, the, the Chinese students tearing down the, mm-hmm. anything about the Tiananmen Square, anything about, like, critical to the CCP, and Drew was there and asked, like, why are you doing this? And yeah. she's like, oh, it happened so long ago, you know, it's not important, it shouldn't be uh, talked yeah, about. because it's like a, an embarrassment. So I was thinking about something that could quantify how, how old it is, Okay. And it just so happens that uh, last night I was watching The Little Mermaid with my daughter. Now, The Little Mermaid was released at the same time. That's right. So when Sebastian the Crab's singing about being under the sea and worrying about Ariel getting married to a prince, students were being gunned down in Tiananmen Square and run over by tanks. Yeah. So that might quantify it for a lot of people just how recent that was. Because I remember seeing The Little Mermaid when it came out. Sure. I mean, I was nine years old. But that made a big impact on me when I was a kid. And so now you can give it a time frame. It's not something that happened so long ago that it's beyond, it's in the history books. And it's recent. It's in within our well, lifetimes. Well, Mermaid was, according to my mother, the first movie I saw in the theater. My dad, however, disagrees and oh. said it was Milo and Otis, which was a Japanese movie about animals. Oh, I don't know that one. So there's a bit of a, there's a, bit of a heated debate there. But the most important thing is we're talking about uh, Tiananmen Square. But... This show is not about Tiananmen Square. No, uh, no, we just had to bring that. We will talk about it, but couple details. had to bring that up just in case people yes. think we've forget, forgotten we about it. We will never forget. No, well, yes, never forget. The Chinese yeah. government wants everyone to forget. But we will make sure that doesn't happen. Let's so. move and saunter right into what's new, where we talk about what's new in China. We've got quite a lot to cover today. Going to start with um, this lovely newspaper article. Maybe you can explain what's happening there. This is actually... It's something that you'll normally see around China. It's just a little slice of life. Figured I'd throw it on there. Sure. This is uh, from the Shanxi Daily. So it's one of the provinces in north central China, mm-hmm. uh, a little bit western province as well. But anyway, it says uh, the, the, the needs of the party come first. Okay. Right? That's, the, that's a headline. The, that's yes. a headline. We're, not, we're talking about the, not talking about a party. We're talking about the Communist Party of China. Yes. Yeah. Um, and that is just, it's not beating around the bush anymore. It's kind yeah. of just saying, you know what? This is more important than you and your freedoms and your needs. The needs of the party supersede everything. So you need to base, you know, the, the gist of it is that you need to suck it up with the COVID lockdowns. You need to suck it up for government control. You need to suck it up if we're going to enter some period where we reduce your freedoms more. Yeah. Because the needs of the party supersede your plebeian pieces yeah, of Yeah, basically, shit. imagine you had headlines like that in America saying the government, the needs of the government outweigh yours. That's that's quite literally what the but like so, so shut up you can't complain yes. about anything. Yeah. It literally says the mm. needs of the government outweigh yours. Yeah, that's what that says in a headline. You imagine you open up New York Times, you're like, hmm, what's in the news today? Exactly, <laughs> the needs of the government supersede yours. Yes, exactly. That's quite li- that's yeah. what it should be subtitled. Though. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So um, 
other than headlines in the newspapers, we thought this was kind of funny. For those mm-hmm. of you who can't read Chinese, it says Hui Shui Jia De Yu. By the way, the saying fish in Chinese is very difficult. Yu. Yeah, yi, yu, yi, yu, yi. It's why like, you, but yeah. it's... it's but the uh, way you pronounce yeah, it is... Uh, it's, it's in the it's, back of yeah. your throat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, a lot of foreigners... Including us in yeah, the beginning, have you. a huge amount of trouble we saying. We are sure you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we yeah. are sure you. That yeah. means I want to eat this. Yeah. We are sure you. Exactly. You is in the back. Anyway, so that's, that means that's, that, yeah. what does that translate to? That means can like knows how to sleep fish. Yeah, able to sleep fish. Able to sleep fish. Or, yeah. yeah, it can sleep fish. So basically, dead fish that they want to sell. It's like you can say that it's like five five yuan. You know, it's like discount. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of funny. Italia. Yeah. So, so it's only five yuan for one. That's yeah. actually dirt cheap. It is. Dirt fish. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's dead. So it's a, the joke is that um, they do this to get rid of dead stock. Yes. Instead of throwing it out. So they can still make five yuan. Yeah. Able to like sleep 80 fish. Cents. And by yeah. saying it's able to sleep fish. Now, mm. before anyone takes it seriously, like everyone knows the joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. But it's people will still buy it because yeah. it's a bargain. Yeah. Especially IEs. You know what? This is a thing. I'm glad mm-hmm. we brought this up. Yeah. We had a... Uh, when I had my school, yep. my first business, I had me and my direct staff, we would have uh, like an IE. We just say an IE is like an old lady. It's like a maid. A maid. She would cook for the staff, right? right? So like lunch. And it's very common in China, yeah. right? But it's like slop food. It's not good Chinese food. It's like the kind that you get at like a factory lunch or something, sure, right? Sure. It was that level. So I upped her budget to like 25 RMB per person. Mm. So she had 25 RMB per person to go, and then of course to pay her on top of that. But that's sure. how much she could spend per per head. Yeah. So you know, as all the Chinese staff, the Western staff, they all got about five dollars per person in China. That's fine. That's a lot. It's fine. It's, it's good. For, it's much higher yeah. than what she was used to. Because you could go to a restaurant and get you a could. meal for that. But I didn't want I didn't want her making bad food sure. for my staff. Sure. Right. So she would make rice and a piece of fish or some beans and some vegetables and stuff. Just yeah. typical fare, right? Yeah. But what happened was. It was great when I upped the budget. And then gradually it just got worse and worse and worse and worse. Right. To the point where everyone's like, they were a little bit embarrassed, but they're like, listen, like, are you eating this too? And I was like, yeah, I'm eating the same food as you guys. And they're like, this is off. Yeah. And what she was doing was buying rotten fish and rotten meat in particular and old vegetables because right. what she was doing is saying, okay, you up the budget, but I'm going to spend less than before and then pocket the difference. Sure. So she was buying, you can, you can go yeah, buy, you can buy the rubbish stuff. Yeah. stuff. Yeah. 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 And it's horrid. Yeah. She's like, yeah. they won't notice. <laughs> anyway. It's not five yen per gram chat. This is five yen. Yi yeah. Yi tiao. So tiao is, is accounting, accounting, accounting measure word. for uh, yeah. fish. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, everything just like a cup, yeah. eBay or ETL, yeah. like that or basically means like one EP. stick. Yeah. yeah. It, it just depends on, it's one of those count words. And it's I guess, yeah, a measure we, word. I mean, yeah, measure word. We do use those in English. We'll say a cup of noodles yeah, or, a, for sure. you know, a glass of water. They're more whatever. hard and fast in China. Like, yeah. There's more of a rule. There's things for long, thin things. Yes. There's things for whatever, you know, yeah. you learn that when you learn Chinese. Yeah, but that tiao, just, a fish is a long, thin thing. Yeah. So it's an ETL. So it's saying it's only five, it's only 80 cents per dead fish. Yeah. Which is cheap. It should be nothing. Yeah. It's a dead fish. It should be free. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Was yes, I fired her. If you guys are asking, of course I fired her. Jeez. Yeah. Okay. Um, this has been take, going around everywhere. Uh, this is tying when the, the president, like an actual president, not a chairman, president, democratically president. elected president of Taiwan. Taiwan. Yeah. English vegetables. Yeah. Um, and, There's yeah. a joke, by the way. Yeah. Yingwen, 
yeah. is her her name sounds like Yingwen, which yeah. is English. English. And Cai is vegetables, right? Yes. Now, this doesn't Obviously, directly those, those, translate. Obviously, those aren't those, the actual characters. But the sounds. So mm. a lot of people yeah. in Taiwan call her English vegetables as a mm. joke. Mm. Anyway, she's very well respected in the world, and yeah. uh, we love her. Yeah. She's great. I agree with most of her policy. Yeah. Um, and she is testing out a little uh, little weapon here. Yeah. Just it's a bazooka. She went to um, Tainan, I believe. Mm-hmm. Taoyuan, sorry. Uh, to do a military tour. Mm-hmm. A bunch of new goodies coming from the U.S. coming in. Sure. Making sure Taiwan's well-equipped, you know, against yeah. uh, potential invasion for, for China. Anyway, from China. But um, there was a caption contest going around. Yeah. And I, I participated here. Yeah, this uh, is your caption. I heard some lame ones, and I thought mine was pretty good. It says, say Thailand one more time. <laughs> so for all the listeners out there that can't see this, she's holding a, uh, it was an anti-tank. Just a bazooka, yeah. Bazooka type thing. Yeah. And the joke is, is that um, a lot of people mix up Taiwan and Thailand. Yeah, it's so weird. Right. <clears throat> I mean, I kind of get it, like, if you don't know about Asia. It starts with Thai. starts with Thai. Taiwan, Thailand. Taiwan, yeah. Completely different countries, completely different people, completely oh, different language. Different. Very different. Yeah. So I thought this is a good caption because yeah. it uh, illustrates the frustration that Taiwanese people and Thai people probably go through. Yeah. Um, actually, I had a lot of comments on this post on my Instagram from people living in Thailand and Thai people, and they're like, "We we deal with the same." I shit, know it's gotta <laughs> suck. Yeah. Just remember, Thailand yeah. is where they use lemongrass and everything. Yes, and Taiwan is where they have pineapple cakes and. Um, they speak Chinese. And all the world's microchips come from. all the world's from. microchips. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah. that's kind of funny. Anyway, um, other than like presidents holding weapons, we've got something rather explain, disturbing. Explain <laughs> disturbing. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it is. It this is, is disturbing. disturbing. Tell me why. Maltai is... Baijiu. Baijiu. But it's it's China's most famous, revered Baijiu. Baijiu, for those of you who don't know, it's, it's a, a very hard liquor. All right, it's like 58%, which is what, 100 and... It doesn't matter. Nobody uses... I mean, people use proof, but people know percent. It's well, fine. what is the proof of 150? Isn't it double? Yeah, but I don't give so a So it'll shit. be 118 Isn't proof. is percent just better? Why double it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's just say that it's close to being able to kill you if you just drink it as it is. Yeah. Uh, too sure. much of it, of course. It's a very strong liquor. It's like grass. It's... It tastes awful. It tastes like brown paper bags and stomach acid. It, you, yeah, it's it's as if you took you know turpentine or you took like a household cleaner or something, and you distilled it a bit and drank it. I'm telling you, it's, it tastes like brown paper bags. Yeah, it does. E- you ever either chew way. on a brown paper bag? No, I haven't. Okay. <laughs> I mean, sometimes maybe if you're eating a sandwich and yes. you eat that by next mistake. time, try it and you'll be like, oh, okay, yeah, trust me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, the fact of the matter is, yeah, I'll definitely try it. Yeah. Um, We've both been quite heavy drinkers ourselves, drank plenty of, you know, Baijiu in the past. A lot and, in the China days, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. You can tell Throat you. stripper. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I can, I can tell you right now that it's not a pleasant alcohol. Yeah. And that um, in China, you, you know. You can tolerate it. You can tolerate it, but it's, it's drunk because of the status of drinking it, not because anyone actually enjoys it. No one sits down and says like, ah, I can yeah, really do actually, it. Yeah, I mean, people will drink it, like especially people in the north yeah. will drink it every day, like yeah. alcoholics. Yeah. But they don't sit down and go, "What a great taste." Yeah, they're like, mm, you know, yeah. wow, it's got such a wonderful. Bouquet. You chug it. Yeah, you just drink it's it to get wasted, and it, that's what it does. Yeah. It does its job very well. Yeah. But the fact that they've got multi-flavored ice cream is that terrible. Is disgusting. That's yeah. a war cry. It's it's terrible. So, guys, like, just picture this. Again, close your eyes. Okay? I'm going to take you on a taste <laughs> sensation. Sure. You take 
Paint thinner is just too obscure because most mm. people don't use it. Yeah, most people don't drink it. Rubbing alcohol. Rubbing mm. alcohol. Everyone knows rubbing alcohol. Isopropyl sure. alcohol, right? Right, right. You got to cut. You open that up and you're like, oh, whoa. And you pour it through some markers and some, <laughs> you know, permanent markers like a Sharpie. Yeah, yeah, yeah a Sharpie. Smell. Yeah. You pour it through that and like, whoa. And then it pours through a brown paper bag and it ends up in like a little basin. And you're like, hmm, I better drink this. That's what that tastes like. And now imagine making ice cream out of that. Mm, mm. Not good. No, that's not, not a good. good idea. Yeah, anyway, so it's not going to taste very good. You know, that reminds me, in South Africa, uh, there was a big issue with um, sort of homeless people and so on would drink um, methylated spirits, meths. I don't know if you guys know what that is, but um, you do. It comes in, it's purple. It's Mm -hmm. dyed purple. I think it's dyed purple on purpose to like show that it's bad. Yeah, it's a poison control. Yeah, so basically it's dyed purple comes in this, but they, in order to negate the bad things, they would drain it through a loaf of bread, right? So, That's not gonna no, I'm serious. They drain it through a loaf of bread, then drink it, and then eat the bread after. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait. First of all, for mm. anyone that doesn't know, methylated spirits will make you blind. It does. Yeah. It actually makes in about six months of drinking, it, most people die. And you know, because of getting yes. into that habit. Not only that, mm. but even if you don't die in the process on the yeah. way, you are l- quite literally destroying all of your internal organs, including I, I, your liver. Yeah, it was a big thing in the '90s in South Africa. It was a big, like, it was a scourge on the streets, kind of sure. like cocaine but I, no, in I the need '80s. To ask you. I'm trying yeah. to ask you yeah, something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they pour it through bread, which, by the way, is going to have a very negligible effect. But sure. let's just—I'm going to play devil's advocate. Let's just say that bread is taking away that kind of like additive or whatever yeah. that's making methylated spirits poison yeah let's just say it works and so then they drink it why are they eating the bread afterwards because then? they get drunk and then they all their inabilities have gone away <laughs> i think that's how we're, and they're homeless and stuff they're gonna oh be hungry my God. i'm not laughing may, at that. i know it's, but may, i think maybe yeah i always i laugh at that part too because it's ridiculous the, the idea is that you can drain the bad things out with the bread but yeah. then why eat the bread why eat the bread anyway like let's just say you believe in the bread yeah then don't eat the bread I, it's ridiculous and i guess because huh. it's so cheap in comparison to actual alcohol anyway yeah well you know meth- methanol right mm. it converts into formaldehyde your mm. body so you're basically embalming yourself before you're dead yeah it's a nasty thing yeah. anyway that's anyway. a little bit of south african culture for you interesting um yeah so we have to talk about this now shanghai you've probably seen if you keep in track of what's going on everyone's celebrating that shanghai is open again but it's not it's a lie it's not open at all first of all I've been seeing a lot of articles saying, like, this restaurant, for the first time, has opened its doors once again. Wrong. They haven't opened their doors. A lot of restaurants have opened, but only for takeaway only. Oh, I wish we had that clip of that dude freaking out. Which one? I remember that one? We saw it in a Lola Farley video. Oh, the guy's that guy. walking up to all these people that are celebrating in the streets with, like, yeah. communist stuff. And they're like, we're back open. He's like, what are you guys doing? We're not open. No. And everyone's no. like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, it's still very yeah. strict. Yeah. Um, a lot of our friends that are in Shanghai still don't leave their apartments, yeah, even right. if they've been given the option, because right now you have to, if you go out, you have to go get these nucleic acid tests, okay? And you right. have to stand in these lines. We're going to show the, the lines in a minute, but the annoying thing that's happening now is if you look there, it says from the Shanghai Daily, starting from June 1st, Shanghai will lower the price for nucleic acid testing at public that's, medical that's institutions. Yeah. For everyone. For from 25 to 16 yuan, okay? But don't worry, they'll remain free until June 30. Um, okay. Always worried. So, so okay, here's, here's where it's a problem. Look, 16 RMB, how much is that in, in dollars? It's not much. Uh, it's about 250. Yeah, okay. So it's, but in China, 16, 16 yuan can buy a meal. Yeah. 
Yeah, okay? for sure, a cheap meal. Buy, yeah, it'll buy you a nice coffee. Yeah. It'll buy you something. But here's, if you're in a city with coffee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but here's the thing, right? <clears throat> the government is forcing people to take these tests now, these 72-hour tests. If you don't take them, you won't be allowed to go into public places. You won't be allowed out on the streets. You have to keep your, your testing record up to date. Mm-hmm. It's a forced thing. It but is. now you're being forced to pay for something the government is forcing you to do. Do you see the problem with yes, this? Correct. So now there's no escaping it. The government's like, okay, everybody needs to get tested if you want to do anything. But you're going to have to pay for it out of your own pocket, which is kind of ridiculous, especially since the lower income people in China earn so little yeah. that this 16 RMB would be a massive oh, it's, hit. It's Because if you think about it, if you're pulling in like 500 RMB per month, mm. 16 each time, yeah. they'll bankrupt you. No shit. And especially since you need to get it every 72 hours. Yeah. That's something you don't take into yeah. account. Every other day, every three yeah. days. Whatever. So basically every three days you're out there getting another test. Now, that's not even the worst part is it's been a disaster. Right. The lines are ridiculous. You have to stand in line for two, three hours at a time. It's absolutely ridiculous just to get tested. So it's a big mess up. We'll show you. We've got some lines later. But yeah. this is another funny thing. Maybe you can explain what's going on here. No, I mean, I like anime but i'm not familiar with this one parents very popular it's called spy x family or something i've never very, heard of it neither have i but it's mm. very popular I, I googled it right i guess on netflix or something anyway um the problem is is the reason we're bringing this up is that china when they do when they do allow certain things into their market which is rare by yeah. the way but when they do when something's too popular and they realize okay we're gonna have to deal with this what they'll do is they'll find ways to censor it to their liking sure and one thing that's always taboo is skeletons mm-hmm Ghosts, dead people, and blood. They just can't do this, which is weird because if you think about it, if they show their fantasy war dramas about how Old, one yeah. communist soldier defeated 50 Japanese people, there's lots of blood. There's Tons. flaying people alive. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. But if it's from a different country, especially America or Japan, in this case, Japan, yeah. if there's blood involved, then they think it's horrible, right? Yeah. So in their infinite wisdom, what happens is China will take... Uh, the color of something, in this case, the blood, and then change it to something innocuous, what they think. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, in this case, they are just... The censorship board, you can imagine what kind of people are hired there. Yeah. It's like the most out-of-touch, lost generation, absolute idiots that have nep- like nepotism made them rise to the ranks of the CCP. Sure. And they're in control of this. And look what they end up doing. I yep. don't think I have to say anything. No, I don't think you do. But if you change the splatters of red blood on her face to white splatters all over her face... Those of you at home can picture it in your mind. It's a, I guess, a cute-looking girl with some blood splatter on her face gets changed to white. I guess blotches. she's the mother in the show. Yeah. Anyway, you can guess what it looks like, and that was a very poor choice of uh, censoring. I mean, just let it be blood. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? <laughs> or yeah. don't air it. Anyway, something creative that's come out of all these uh, tests because. Other than the fact that you have to get officially tested every day in Shanghai, at least up until now, where they got the 72-hour tests, people have had to take home tests as well. Oh, this is an antigen test. Yeah, yeah this is a home yeah. test. Antigen test. Yeah. Yeah, to see yeah. if you have the antigen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So you take these home tests before you go down for your PCR test. Yeah. It's been this ridiculous thing where you have to take a home test every day, upload it to your Jirfubao uh, or whatever yeah. it is. This to is to keep see track. if you have been yeah. infected at some point. Yeah, exactly. And then if that's clear, then you can go down for your real test. It's been a mess. So this particular individual took all of his tests, his used up tests, because they come in like a little plastic tray looking thing. And look what he managed to make out of it. It's freaking amazing. It's great. Take a look. Like a fully functioning toy shotgun. 
out of antigen <laughs> tests. Tell me that's not That's badass. freaking awesome. Like, that's what happens. That's ingenuity right there. You know what I mean? I have to say, Chinese people are very good at pragmatism and ingenuity. Yeah, Just in exactly. general. Great yeah. at, like, like yeah. making stuff. Just making yeah. stuff. You give them, they can make it, you know? Won't invent anything new. Well, okay? that's not. And, the, again, that that's completely... <laughs> yeah government stifling yeah the government stifling i'm talking about like sure. in those but absolutely capable of doing many great things yeah and like that is a great thing i think taking antigen tests turning them into a functioning shotgun that's is pretty impressive it's incredible yeah. yeah yeah so uh yeah here we've got another little thing which yeah, is yeah this is a report from jilin so mm -hmm. this is north we have a lot to do with jilin by the way yeah and just we we seem to always be Reporting on Jilin. Well, Jilin's... We spent a lot of time there. Jilin's still locked down, isn't it? It's a huge lockdown place. I mean, like the whole, provident, the whole province yeah, is Jilin locked province, down. Yeah, province, yeah. The whole province. Yeah. It's like if you took one state in America. It is. It's like if you took uh, uh, Jilin, a good equivalent would be like if you took Pennsylvania. Yeah, and right? you just or like... New York. Locked it down. Yeah. Just say like, okay, that entire place, no one's allowed in or out. Yeah. So what what's going on? Other than the fact that you got this brain dead... That's, I just put that next to it. Yeah, I know. Testing um, rocks. They're te literally testing. If you're not, if you're listening, there is a Dabai, which is like a, a big stormtrooper. Stormtrooper, like one of those, you know, hazmat suit wearing sure. people in China. And they're testing COVID testing walls. Yes. Um, and the worst part about this is that the there are people there to film it. Yeah. Like so, it's uh, it's not. Well, it's like rocks in a quarry. That's what yeah, they're okay, testing. Like, so, oh yeah, I'm sorry. It's rocks. In a quarry, I'm picturing them using them to make something like a building sure. potentially. But anyway, on the left, the most, this is what's important. Yeah, this is what, is, what we really want to show you. Um, so basically, what's going on is if you miss your PCR test, so your mm -hmm. your test for nucleic acid, what do you so say? You, COVID test. You yeah, you, COVID yeah, test. you get cold downstairs. You have to take a test. Yeah, imagine you line up in the street for hours, and you're like, okay, this person missed two days in a row mm -hmm. for whatever reason. They slept in too lazy, whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. What happens is you'll actually get a 500 RMB fine. Now, that doesn't sound that bad. I mean, that's only like 80 bucks, right? Yeah. But yeah. what accompanies the the $80 fine is 10 days imprisonment, right? Yeah. And we don't know if that's in a jail cell. It is implied that it's camp. a jail cell, but it could be in a quarantine camp as well. Yeah. So you get, imp you get locked up for 10 days and then an $80 fine, right? Mm -hmm. But also, and this is also in Jilin, right? If you, I'm just translating this here on the fly, uh, blah, 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 blah. if you go to, uh, if you miss the PCR test twice in a row as well, mm -hmm. you'll be on a social credit system list. Yeah. Now it's not listed as that. It's like basically an immoral person. Yeah, you'll list. be immoral. And your details will be, will be published public, public, publicly. So you'll be publicly shamed. Yes. yes. So you publicly shamed on a public list if you do it. So you're basically like, uh, you know, a piece of shit that everyone's be like, ooh, can't yeah. believe they would harm our... Because the thing is, they're they're labeling these kind of people as domestic terrorists, by the way. Because, yeah. oh, you're harming and endangering everyone in public. Mm -hmm. The problem is, we got footage from people uh, in lockdown. Back back to Shanghai. Yeah, we'll go back to Shanghai. I just once again want to say that I'm amazed that rocks now have lungs in China. Yes. Again, this is not the correct way to test things. If this form of testing was effective, right? Like rubbing your little swab on an inanimate object. Why can't they just do that with people? Why can't they just like, all right, let me just rub it on your hand because or something? Because they have claimed COVID comes from literally a billion different things. Mm. I know, There's but no it's just, it's so dumb. It's just it like, is. we're just going to do things to say we did it so that our boss just kind of leaves us alone. Now you know. It's you just know? quotas. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, don't worry. We tested all the rocks. They're safe. Yeah. It's like, what else can we test? How about all those leaves on that tree? One by one, you know? 
Before just, they staple them on. Yes, <laughs> after stapling them on, yeah. Anyway, it's just the absurdity of testing freaking rocks in a quarry that have been, like, cut out and, you know. <laughs> we have leaf staples as a soundbar. I think we need it's it. It's like a two-second yeah, yeah. one. So anyway, back to Shanghai. Remember these 72-hour um, tests that people can get now. So if you want to go out there and you want to go and uh, get your your shopping or whatever, do your things, go go and walk on the street a little bit, you need to have this this test done, right? Yeah. But in order to get that test done, look what you have to do. This is actually actual footage that's been sent to us from Shanghai. Yeah, this is from someone actually. Yeah. Um, again, it's like a mad rush. And yeah. Uh, so again, like, uh, no, go ahead. Yeah, I just wanted to say, look how everybody's so tightly packed together, cheek to jowl. Yeah, they that's are. What I was gonna say. Bumping into each other, they are pushing, they are shoving, yes. they are breathing on each other. They are all physical contact with each other, which freaking negates the entire purpose of everybody being locked down and quarantined in the first place, doesn't it? And this has to happen every seventy-two hours, you know? Fail. Stupidness. That's a massive L on the government. Mm. Sorry, seriously, guys. you're posting your L's in public here. <laughs> you know? Look at yes. this crap. Uh, I mean, anyone with common sense would realize that this is the wrong way to do things. No, it's a massive failure. Um, Mm. And it's crazy how publicly acknowledged this is now. Mm. A lot of people in China are talking about like, this is this is potentially like what's going to lead to regime, not regime change, but change within the regime because it's been such a failure. It's huge. It's it's being shuffled around in that, oh, it's not Xi Jinping's fault. Oh, it's not this person's fault. Of course, of course. It can never be anyone's fault except someone who's, it's not their fault. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? That's the problem. Yeah. That's why this leadership doesn't work. So like I was saying, there are friends of mine that are currently in Shanghai who refuse to go out of their apartments yeah. because that means they have to partake in these ridiculous lines where you get crushed by... For hours. Yeah, and you have to stand for hours and hours. There are propagandists going out there saying, oh, it's so quick and easy. You just need to... Do- it's all bullshit. Yeah. It's been very badly implemented. I mean, someone sent this out of their window. Yeah, it's been very, <laughs> it's like- very poorly implemented, okay? Yeah. It's been not equally distributed around the city, so these testing booths that people go to aren't all over the place. Well, like, can you pause it? Sure. This cut. I don't know if it shows his house in there, so I didn't. Cut, oh. I didn't clip that part. Oh, you didn't Can clip you the part. Yeah, I'll change the scene. Give me a second. We just got to make sure we're not throwing anyone under the bus here before we move. Yeah. No, it's, it's yeah. I'll okay, go right. directly to the next clip over here. Okay. Cool. I didn't um, check the end of it. So. Yeah. Okay. I'll bring it back. Bringing it back. Let's get past that inside of his house shot. Okay. okay. We're good. Here's different. another one. <clears throat> okay. Uh, anyway, like I was saying. They, they refuse to participate in this because you have to go stand in these queues for hours, mm. okay, to get the stupid test. You're, you're, again, exposing yourself to potential infection because there's so many people crowded together. Sure. Um, it's just a huge mess up all around. It's just absolutely awful. Right. So when people say Shanghai has opened up, it's a lie. Mm. It's, people are kind of allowed out on probation, if that makes sense. They're allowed to walk walk around a little bit and must always have their... Look how long this queue is, okay? Yeah. Do you want to stand in that queue for however many hours just to have the right to perhaps go into a shop, even if one is open or not? Maybe not. Yeah. Anyway, moving on from that, we're kind of getting close to our main topic here, which we'll we'll get into the main topic in a minute. But first, a little bit of a win. Um, 
We reported on this a long time ago when it first happened. But in order to appease the Chinese censors, you can see here, in the original uh, release trailer of the new Top Gun movie, Maverick, mm -hmm. which um, I definitely want to go watch, mm -hmm. by the way. Mm -hmm. I'm a big, big fan of the original. Yeah. It's incredibly cheesy and stuff, but I love it. But a great way. Yeah, it's amazing. Love the, the original. Um, they showed the patches on the back of Maverick's jacket, and they changed them to go gobbledygook. They yes. got rid of the um, Japanese flag, and they yeah, got Taiwan. rid of the Taiwanese flag and replaced them with a triangle and a circle. Yeah, whatever that was. Whatever that was. And this yeah. is obviously to appease the Chinese censors, because believe it or not, even showing the flag of Taiwan in any kind of media in China is a no-no. Yes. And right. of course, China hates Japan, so may as well get rid of the Japanese flag too, just for good measure. Um, and this was, of course... Uh, not very well received by no. most people. No. But it looked like they were going to go ahead. But remember, this trailer was released um, pr just prior to COVID hitting yes. and prior to a lot of attitudes changing. Right. And so I think somewhere along the way, Hollywood decided, hey, you know what? It's probably a good idea for us to not piss off our actual audience, our original audience, just so that we can please the censors of China. That's right. Especially since it's historical. And I'm not talking about historical as in Top Gun is a historical document. <laughs> okay? Top Gun is whatever, okay? Yeah. A bunch of bullshit. But it's fun. The thing is, the, those patches are historical. That's actually real based on the tour, the tour yeah. like a tour that was done by the whatever car aircraft carrier at the time. Mm -hmm. Okay? So that's real. Why you got to change history like that just to appease the Chinese censors? I know they love changing history. They like to say the Tiananmen Square massacre didn't happen. You know, they like to pretend like they never invaded Vietnam. They like to pretend that they've never done anything bad, that they didn't kill all their own people through starvation and stuff. I'm talking about the Chinese government here. They like to change that stuff. But you can't change this. Don't make America change its own history. You know, that's not, that's not okay. So show them what it is now. Yeah, well, it's, um, it's come back. <laughs> I wonder how much it cost them to go and post-production change everything back to the way it should have been using computer graphics. Well, the people that, you know, ordered that change, I'll tell you what, they probably don't give a shit. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a bunch true. of grunts yeah. in a CG lab. But anyway, um, actually, I interviewed a Hollywood exec about this mm -hmm. name, Chris Fenton. He was yes. actually responsible, partly responsible for getting uh, Chinese movies or American movies into China mm. and now has changed, you know, his path. Yeah, basically uh, has been commenting a lot on this. And his quote is uh, Hollywood. There's a shift in Hollywood, right? The market is simply not worth the aggravation anymore in attempting to please Chinese censors, which is huge. Yes. If we're going to we're in this new era, potentially yeah. where we're not going to be self-censoring for the Chinese market, which is great. It's amazing. It is, it's, it's not worth the aggravation. No, no. Why piss off your original base audience, i.e. the rest of the world? Yeah other than China, why piss them off just to appease some stupid little like insecure government that doesn't want the Taiwanese flag in the video? I could understand if Tom Cruise in, in Top Gun was like, you know what, China's the enemy, let's go bomb them or something. Yeah, yeah that's not cool. Story, Change yeah. that. Like, don't, don't make it like something that's really obnoxious towards China. But to have a freaking patch on your jacket that was in the original film and is a historically accurate patch removed just to please China is a stupid idea. Yeah. Anyway, again, it's proven once again that you don't have to appease China to do well in the box office because the new Maverick film is killing it. It's like the number one movie. 
Don't need it. Yeah. Don't need the Chinese market. No, just like that Spider-Man back home. You know what? This is the thing. I honestly feel if you make a good product, people can buy it, right? So if China wants to watch good movies in China, if the Chinese like public want to watch good movies and there's a demand for good movies, they will go to Hollywood and say, yeah, we'll take your movie. shouldn't be the other way around. You shouldn't be, oh my God, this... We've got to do everything to make them like us so that they let us, you know, sell us something. To, no, stop that, okay? You make good stuff, people will buy it. Well, I mean, China won't. Like, yeah. the Chinese censors decide for the people. Of course. The but The public I'm, has yeah. nothing to do with it. What I'm saying is, like, don't destroy your good quality product yeah. just to appease a certain market. Correct. You know what I mean? It's yeah. kind of like if, if China decided, let's take something like Coca-Cola, right? Yeah. China comes along and says, um, we don't like sugar because sugar... Um, represents the the opium wars, okay? Because when the British sold opium, they used to drink tea and they added sugar to that tea. So it's got sugar in it. You change it. And Coca-Cola doesn't just change its recipe for China. It changes it for the whole world. Take sugar out. Coke would taste like shit if there was no sugar in it. Hollywood movies are shit when you remove, like, anything edgy from them. Anything that might upset China, which, like you said, there's so many things. There we go. Speaking of Coke, it's great product placement right there. Doesn't have sugar in it. Yeah, it's, well, yeah exactly. <laughs> that's diet, okay? And everybody knows <laughs> that's different. I anyway, just, I I'm just getting on, a ta- I'm getting on a tangent here. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is like, stop ruining the original product. Yes, I agree. So it's fantastic that uh, Top Gun has reverted back to its uh, original. It's restored a little bit of faith. Yes, big time. And it's done very well. And we have Hollywood execs talking about how this is the big change. Yeah. So I think we're in a new era. Hollywood, great. Maybe we'll start to see something other than your Marvel Avenger like reboot stuff and we'll see something cool. Yes. Going forward. We are not sponsored by Coke, by the way. We did not even make a joke <laughs> no. out of that. No. Oh my god. No. Anyway, all that all that aside, I just wanted to say I'm very happy to see it going in this direction. And you know what? Yeah. The people in China, oh, yeah. by the way, the response to this has been, I read some of the response, the comments that Chinese people have been saying. Of course, you've got the one camp that are like, screw yeah, you. Yeah. We're not going to buy your movie. We're going to pirate it. Guess what? They would have done that anyway. Of Those course. people that are saying that, they yep. would have done it because the piracy thing in China is huge. Mm. Okay. So there's a bunch of people like, you know, Tom Cruise, you're no longer welcome in China. Screw you. We're not going to support you. We're going to pirate your movies on purpose. So it means they're still going to watch it. See? Even if it's got a Taiwanese flag, they still want to watch it. Doesn't matter. Okay. But then you've also got another group of more reasonable, level-headed Chinese people saying, what's wrong with it? It's historical. You know, what do you, why do you want to change that? The great thing about this is when they, Hollywood doesn't capitulate and then they don't get the movie that's being hyped for so long because it was initially probably going to enter the Chinese market. Yeah. What you get is a bunch of people that are saying, wait, so what was actually wrong? Then looking into it going... What's wrong with our government? Yeah. Like, why? Are you kidding me? It's such a petty reason. You know how soft power really works? It's when your government bans something and you get a hold of it. Why do you think the Berlin Wall, wall fell? Soviet it's Union. literally, literally Night Rider. Yes. Okay. Yes. David Hasselhoff riding yeah. around in an 82 Trans Am is why it fell. Because all the shit's banned. So people start passing it around. People start to fall in yep. love with the, the idea yep. of the West and talking cars and stuff. Because all they have is a Trabant or whatever it is. or a, yeah. You know what I mean? They're yeah. like, why can't we? You know what I'm trying <laughs> yeah. to say here? Is that you ban it in China. People yeah. will watch it anyway. They will. When it comes to bootlegging and finding ways around things, Chinese people are fantastic at doing that. Mm-hmm. Like second to none. 
All right, definitely when it comes to this kind of thing. So sure. they're going to see it anyway. So if you make a movie based around Western values and it's blocked, people will watch it anyway and then they will get those Western values or sure. they will see those Western values at least and then they'll be able to say like, why is this different to the way you know things are here? That's soft and power. And that's soft power and that's how it works well. So yes. Speaking of which... Yeah, it's time for Soft Power Hour, where we talk about how China's trying to change your mind, um, you know, through various means. But first, a couple oh, super chats. You want to do a couple super chats? Of course. All right, you can. I can? No, you can't. Go for it. No, I'm just joking. Of course, we can. Dylan, a uh, friend of the channel, says, unfortunately, I'm down with a she variant this week, Jens. Oh, that's so. Sucks. I'm sorry, Dylan. So we'll be watching later. Has Winston learned to hit Control and V together? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> that was a whole yeah, spiel. Yeah, fucking funny, yeah. Uh, Charles <laughs> Womack, why Jungwa? Womi, I Jungwa. Yeah. We also love China. Absolutely. Uh, David Lopan. People got to realize that we're not against China. We're against the Communist Party of China and how's ruining China and screwing up the rest, bring, of, the rest of the world. The good, bring back good China, please. Yeah, yeah. Ever seen the movie Waking Life? I have not. Mm-mm. Jim Flagg, uh, Alexiu Andre wants to know. I'm just curious what Winston and Matt think about the Wuxia novels. I don't have money to donate, so hopefully they see this and answer. I, I have to say, Jim Flagg, that's very nice of you to sponsor someone's comment. That's really nice of you, It's Jim. super nice of you, yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm not personally into Wuxia um, at all. I don't, yeah. I don't care about martial arts or kung fu or any of that kind of stuff. I love Chinese culture and history, but it's not an element I care about. I, I do like martial arts to quite, to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm talking about like the old Jackie Chan stuff, yeah, and Bruce I mean, Lee, yeah, and sure. you know I like sure. I can I like and appreciate that. I also happen to personally own a black belt in karate. You know, there's a story behind that. Sure, I I, I earned it, yeah. but you know I didn't go do the classes or anything. Right, but I earned it. I have a black belt. I have a karate. I can say it like this: I have a karate black belt. Right. And I do. It's in my closet. <laughs> I know. Okay. Anyway, so I have a karate black belt. Um, and I do like martial arts. When it comes to the Chinese, um, that kind of fly through the air with the ruffling, you know, the sword. Yeah. I mean, he's here take or there. It, take it or leave it. Yeah. 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 Crouching tiger, hidden dragon type yeah. stuff. Yeah. That's I'm what the wuxia stuff is. I'm more into more modern Chinese history, if that makes sense. A. Watson, in yeah. remembrance of June 4th, 1989. Yes. Correct. All right. So... I have to introduce all of you guys to something very special. It's very dear to the hearts of most Canadians, um, from what I've gathered uh, during my research. Allow me to introduce you to this beautiful... I, yeah, I hand over the torch to you. Okay, You're the plain This boy. beautiful machine. It is called the Aurora. Ching. There it is. Isn't that... It's like the pride of Canada. I'm serious, though. Like, it's... it's Why? really. I don't know, but like, ask any Canadian. They all know. I got it. I'm going to just shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Ask any Canadian, and they're like, you know, Aurora S- stands for the, the the goddess of the dawn. Okay, oh, goddess okay. of dawn, because you know it is. It's in yeah. in uh, Greek mythology or whatever. It's the goddess it's a of dawn. Say a great plane. Yeah, look at this thing. Isn't it, you know, beautiful? Anyway, Canadians love this thing. Okay. Someone said, "I'm Canadian." What the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> look at his high tech. Anyway, his high tech equipment. <laughs> By that? by the way, this footage is from 2007. So I'm just saying. Okay. What was that? Fallout? It's yeah, it's incredibly high tech. And what it is is, um, it's a plane. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. We got that part. But it's actually a very specialized plane. Okay? okay. It's meant to be sent out on very long missions, 
to fly around in the sea. Okay. Wait. Well, above the sea. Okay. Above the sea. And it's got lots of sensors in it, right? And it's there to detect submarines and to detect... Uh, look at that. That equipment is, is amazing. Is footage from the 60s? No, it, it may as well be. But believe it or not, this plane was was put into service in 1981. Weird. That's some ancient stuff. Anyway, it's good. It's, I mean, not 81. The stuff inside looks ancient. Yeah, it is. And it is ancient. Because oh, okay. you know how the military works. They don't update no, that I gotcha, shit. I gotcha. Anyway, fact of the matter, it detects boats. It detects submarines. It can detect uh, magnetic uh, anomalies. It's got that weird dildo-looking thing on the back of the plane. That's a magnetic anomaly detector. So if there's a piece of metal in the water, you know, it'll tell them. (laughs) Sorry, I'm just looking at the chat. Like, is this a one-time use plane? (laughs) And then all these Canadians are getting mad because they don't like it. Canadians love this shit. It's like the pride of the Canadian military. They were trolling, by the way. Take a little ribbon. But it's it's a key feature to the story. Yeah, and it is. In fact, it is pretty much very um, well-loved. by all Canadians. Stop saying in, <laughs> At least Canadians that are tied to the military. Okay. I'd right. say. Um, so anyway, it is. It's a reconnaissance aircraft. It can also deploy to torpedoes oh, in a pinch. Nice. And life craft. Like it can that's, drop a life. Cool. Yeah, it can do a couple of things like that. Um, the it, chat is wild right now. Okay, but yeah. anyway. So the Aurora, <laughs> in all its beauty, okay. As we I can love see, they have the Canada, like the official government logo on it there. It says Canada like the on the side. tourism board, too. It, it actually that. says Canada on yeah. the side. It's got a little maple leaf flag, too. What's that shit on the back? Why that's it, the anomaly. Oh, that's, uh, that's the, the, the that magnetic anomaly okay. detector. That's good. That's good. Very yeah. useful. Plain. It's got a bunch of sensors. They recently upgraded them to have cameras. You can see the camera here. The same, no, seriously, like, the, no, 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 kind, no. kind of recent. That's that's a recent upgrade. That was like in 2005 or six. They, oh. they put the same cameras you, that you have on a police helicopter in there. Is this a museum? Well, I mean, you know, my favorite part about this is, for those of you who know anything about <laughs> electronics, is, is that um, they currently, the most high-tech piece of equipment they have in here, wait, I'm going to pause it. Can you see it down there? What? That, that Can you see that little boxing? It looks like a CB a radio. It is. It's yeah. a standalone GPS, which has not yet been integrated into the computer <laughs> system yet. It's forthcoming. It's a, Why is everything so brown? Look, it's got a dot matrix printer up there. This, oh, my this gosh. Lovely CRT I'm monitor. Sorry, that's Don't green. get mad at me, guys. Yeah. This, this is outlandish to me. Uh, I mean, it does look really, really. This is not a museum. No, it's not. It's fully functional aircraft. Um, that Wait, is a put phone. This together, by the way. That what he's pointing out there is the most high tech piece of equipment on the entire plane, which is a satellite phone. Okay. Okay, and that's that means they can keep in contact with people. All right, it's fantastic. Yeah, I just thought twenty six forty two. Well, they've yeah. got that GPS. They can actually look at the longitude and latitude now, which they couldn't do in the in the past. I guess they used one of those. Sextants, you know, yeah. or something. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> just, Hold on, I got to read yeah. a super chat that I think is shows how mm-hmm. awesome Canadians are, actually. Yeah. Uh, Mark Carl, and, I, and again, I mean no, yeah, yeah, no yeah. disrespect, but this footage is ancient. Mm. He says, I'm Canadian. We don't invest in much in military. We have Big Brother that will help us if anyone bullies it's us. True. Yeah. No, but this We're is, great allies. This is recent footage. This footage was taken in 2007. Now, this, on the other hand, is not a 1950s dystopian electronic package. What I'm showing you now <laughs> you is... You definitely put this together. Yeah. Okay. What I'm showing you now is a typical AWACS 
um, oh, plane. One yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a NATO yeah. plane. They actually use color monitors in there. I don't know if you can notice, but that's one of the key features is they've upgraded its color flat panels. You know, and for those <laughs> of you who don't know. It actually looks real, like good. Yeah, it looks like an office cubicle area, actually. Right. But that's that's massive amounts of monitoring. It can monitor like a huge area. That's what it looks like. You've seen them with a pancake yeah, yeah, on top. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, let's get back to the Aurora because this beautiful machine. <laughs> The reason why I'm talking about this gorgeous, All right. by the way, it uses four propellers. It's got. By propeller the way, engines. slight echo. The CRTs are aesthetic. I agree with you. Yeah, they are. Yeah. They are. Anyway, the reason why I'm talking about this is that these have been deployed out of Japan. Okay, the Canadian Royal Canadian Air Force. Yeah, good stuff. Which I don't know if it's. Well, I guess with Trudeau, you could say Her Majesty's Royal Canadian Air Force. You know. Why. Well, look at him. <laughs> anyway, let's continue. What? So, anyway, Her Majesty's... Uh, no, anyway, the, the Royal Canadian Mounted Air Force thing, okay? You're saying he looks like a woman? <laughs> Maybe. You're no, he's Swiss the one player. who said, like, a she session or something. Oh, you know, I he's all, This is a deep lord. He's all kind of weird. Okay. Anyway, they are currently helping um, monitor North Korea. Okay. Yes. So let's get back. I'm just going to go back Can a I explain bit. why? Yes, please. Okay. So North Korea uh, hit with sanctions, Western yeah. sanctions, right? So Canada helps. Uh, Canada does great stuff, by the way. Yes. In their monitoring runs and making sure that the shipping patterns have been cut off, right? Mm. So anybody sneaking stuff in and out, if North Korea is breaking sanctions and breaking international law, mm -hmm. so Canada is actually using those very ancient planes, whatever, to do real good stuff. Well, that's the thing. that That's where, okay, never mind, never mind the AWACS, which is, you know, modern. This has a very specific purpose. Like I said, it's very good for anti-submarine and anti-ship yeah. monitoring. Yeah. And of course, while during my research on this plane, I found out that it does something very Canadian too. What? It goes out there and it makes sure people aren't polluting. That's good. Which is great. We're we're a bit we're kind of eco boys. Let's be yeah, honest. I mean, we get a little bit of flack from a certain part of our audience. Exactly. That, yeah, we, we love the environment. Anyway, so the fact of the matter is you've got these auroras out there doing their thing, which is flying around, the, you know, near Japan, monitoring the seas around North Korea to make sure that there aren't any ships going in and out that shouldn't be doing As that. As I said. Like you said, mm -hmm. right? That's their, that's their tercer, that's their specialty. So they, they of course, they deployed their auroras out there, and they're proud of them, right? That's this fine. Is the, I just was shocked at the tech inside. Yeah, the pride of our Canadian military right over here. Boom. Anyway, and it is, they do do a fantastic job for what they do. Good. But here's the thing. This is what we're actually working up to here, is that... You've got these big kind of lumbering surveillance planes. Surveillance planes, yeah. Even though in my research they were saying how quick it can get in and out of areas. I doubt I'm that. I'm pretty sure it's slow. I mean, it was quoted in this the, the report I was looking at was this was unfair what China did because of how slow they are. Well, of course, because what China's been doing is sending fighter jets to buzz these things. Why? But okay, wait, wait, wait. Da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. They're buzzing them on their North Korea route. Yes. But Nor China but, signed on to the pact that said that they have to cut off transport well, and shipments in North Korea. Yeah, but here's the thing, is the, the routes they're flying are international airspace yeah. as well. They're not encroaching on North Korean no. airspace. They're not encroaching it on Chinese matter. airspace. China agreed that people yeah. could surveil that. Mm. So what are they doing? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing. The, here we have a, a little... Artist's rendition over here, which you can see behind us. I'll get us out of here. This actually came from Global News. For those of you who want to know where this rendition Canadian, came from, yeah. 
Yeah. It's Canadian, but why is it global? Shouldn't it be Canadian news or something? You anyway. can talk about the globe too. True. It's, it's pretty multi, you know. Yeah. So anyway, what you can see over here behind us is the jets are flying incredibly close and buzzing these auroras, okay? Which is worse than intercepting. So, yeah. I mean, first of all, they are on an intercept course, yeah. and then they just kind of buzz past. Now, they're getting so close that the the pilots inside of the auroras, the, the crew, can feel the turbulence, wow. okay? Yeah. Um, now, first of all, this is very, very no-no when it comes to the international air airspace kind of rules, the the agreed-upon rules. Okay, yeah. you don't do this. Yeah, it's incredibly dangerous yeah. to do something like this. First of all, it's intimidation. Mm. Okay, it's unprofessional, and it's just a disgusting thing to do. You don't do that. No. You don't do that to allies. You don't do that to enemies. You could no. spark off a war doing stuff like yes. this. Okay, now the reason why. Um, the Canadian Air Force is so up upset about this is because of how dangerous it is, obviously, right? Yeah, of you course. Don't, it's harassment. Yeah. You don't go and harass. When you're doing something that has been internationally agreed upon, and, including and by, by China, China. Yeah, you don't expect to be harassed. No. Because they are doing your patrols, just checking out for submarines and crap, and suddenly you've got fighter jets buzzing you. It's threatening, it's intimidation, and it's incredibly dangerous. You know how dangerous it is? China experiences a huge amount of training accidents and just crashes of their fighter jets all the time. Here we can actually see behind us, this was from uh, a couple of months ago, last year, yeah, maybe? October last year. Uh, it's, uh, I think it's a, J, it's it's a, J, a J20, um, I believe. Yeah. Just crashed in the river, got caught on camera. Of course, the poor fisherman who shared this out got into a lot of trouble. But um, actually, can I mention something? I lived near uh, air, one of the biggest air bases mm -hmm. in China, and when they would have training crashes all the time in their J20s and other mm -hmm. planes as well, and they would never be reported. But the people would talk about it. You hear it at a restaurant or something, yeah. and then they would never be able to post about it or do anything about it because it's illegal to mm -hmm. post. Hey, we had a an accident, or yeah. to even really just like uh, put it in groups and stuff like that to share footage. Right. So yeah, they get in trouble. So now if you take a look, this is 2019, so this is what, three years ago? Yeah. Um, if you keep an eye out kind of up near the buildings, if you see kind yeah. of just to the to the left of the buildings there, oh, I guess there oh. you can see a, a little accident. By the way, no one died, YouTube. No yeah. one died, YouTube. I mean, we're not joking. Yeah. Ejected. Yeah. yeah. So. There's another training accident. Here's a, another one. Can you hear the people talking about it? Yeah. You don't need to hear what they're saying, it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't anyway. matter. Um, here's another one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. IE dialogue there about mm -hmm. how it crashed. Yeah. Um, here's another, another. Look, the thing is, if you look it up, this was in Rongcheng. Actually, we were there. Oh, yeah. Not during the crash, of no. course. Um, that's a, I think it was a, a, a Russian copy. Oh, now this one's kind of important mm. because this was a couple of months ago. Actually, not even a couple of. It was like a month ago that this happened. Yeah, I'm going to show you. It was uh, end of April, April 30th, I believe. This is very important. Okay, I'd like you guys to all watch this. This happened in Hernan, right? Yeah, this is important. Yeah, this I'm one's surprised we hadn't reported on it. Yeah, exactly. So this is a, I believe a Hongdu JL10 or an L15. Yeah. Um, Okay, now let's take a look here. What happened? The trainer. Yeah. It's China's most advanced trainer. Yes. 
There's some people ejected. Yes. Yeah, so they find the pilots, right? Here's the important part. Okay, you got two pilots that ejected. On the left here, we see there's the Chinese pilot. Mm -hmm. And on the right there, strangely enough, is a foreigner. Okay. Mm. And this is in Hunan. This is central China. This is not near the Russian border. Yeah, central China. If you listen carefully to him, he actually says, uh, let's see, listen. Don't do that. He says, don't do that, because he doesn't want people to film. But he's saying it in a very thick accent. Yes. Now, this has been analyzed by quite a few different, um, you know, U.S., obviously the U.S. military took, an, or intelligence probably took a bit of an interest in this. A lot of people yes. have have analyzed this and have come to the conclusion that it's a Russian instructor. Mm -hmm. So it turns out, although the the PLAAF, the PLAF. That's PLAAF. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the People's Liberation Air oh, Force. Fuck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So the PLAF, all right, the PLAF, yeah. have been uh, always going on about how they're self-sufficient and they don't need any external training and whatnot. But it turns out that for like over a year, it's on record that they've been receiving instruction from Russia on how to ginger slavs. Yeah, that's correct. And on how to land on a, a aircraft carrier and things mm. like that. Things you know, obviously skills they don't they don't have. So this is a mm. from all accounts, from all experts' opinions, is a Russian instructor. So anyway, he's like, don't, don't film. And he's also like, the, the guy asked, who is this guy? And he's like, that's my instructor. Mm. And then he shouted, oh, it's, there's Chinese here. Because he Chinese heard person. him speaking Chinese. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, the fact of the matter is, this happened during the invasion of Ukraine by Russia. Mm -hmm. Okay, this is like a month ago, around about a month ago. So remember how China's always like, we don't take sides and what they got Russian pilots instructing the, the People's Liberation mm -hmm. Army Air Force at the same time that they're invading. You know? Now, the devil's advocate thing would be to, I mean, we spent a lot of time, uh, especially me when I lived up there, but me, me and you spent a lot of time up near the Russian border in China. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what we did notice that there is a lot of military installations on the border, uh, especially in Mohe, yes. which is the northernmost point of China. We went up there. Um, there's a lot of guard posts, outposts, uh, surveillance posts, all kinds of stuff. And it's almost like there's collaborative efforts all the time. Like, for example, there's this one town called Manjoli. Yeah. They even hire r white Russian women police officers yeah. to go be police officers in the street in the in the city. So there's a lot of cooperation. Sure. Right? It's military cooperation, but it's mostly border related and then cross cultural related. Yeah. So it kind of stops there. If this was up in Mohu or something like this, I'd be like, okay, whatever. But this yeah. was in sen deep central China. Yeah. Deep central China. So it's Correct. very strange. It's definitely a collaborative effort. Yeah. Anyway. So um, the reason we're showing all these crashes, by the way, and collaborations between Russia and China here is to tell you that these concerns by the Canadian Air Force in their beautiful auroras, those concerns are legitimate yeah. because yeah, you are. can tell that there's a lack of training with all these accidents well, all the time. Because they're plaffing around. Yeah. Plaffing around. Plaff. Yeah. <laughs> Plaff, eh? Something like that. Yeah. Anyway. 
So when they're buzzing these planes, a small margin of error could mean yeah. a mid-air collision. Yeah. Not only that, they could knock them off course or whatever the case because of the turbulence. All sorts of crap could go on. Also, if the, um, the auroras try to do some kind of evasive maneuver, it might cause the, yeah. the pilots to do something you know, wrong. And, it's and have an, It's super dangerous. It's Immature. just... Well, was this about the middle finger thing? Apparently, they fly so close that they can see the um, the pilots, the, the Chinese, Chinese pilots, pilots and, and sometimes they're flipping them the bird. You know, seriously. What is I feel like gun? exactly. I feel top like gun they, in real life. I feel like they all watch the original Top Gun mm. and they think that's how things happen. They want to buzz something, but yeah, buzz the enemy. Here's the thing: Why buzz the Canadian Auroras? Why? Why? They're, they're why? Around. Why do it? I mean. Why film it? No, I'm just saying. It's like, why do it? It doesn't make sense. Like, you could understand if it was like a Taiwanese something. Yeah, yeah, and they yeah. wanted if it's to... an enemy plane. Like a Taiwanese yeah. plane would be an enemy. That's your enemy, yeah, right? Yeah. But why are you buzzing a Canadian? <laughs> Doing international agreed upon exercises. Yes, that you agreed to. You signed off on Anyway, it. of course, Canada has, through diplomatic channels, has reached out to China. By the way, there have been about 60 of these incidences. Yeah. 60 right. since Christmas. What was Trudeau's quote? It was pretty good, actually. Oh, did he have a quote? I don't remember. I'll look it up. Later. She session? No. <laughs> About this. Okay, that's uh, that's still his most dumb quote that yeah, I can think of. Talk while you. Okay. Anyway, sixty of these things since Christmas, right? Last year, and at least half of those have been very dangerous. The other half were just like unprofessional and crap. But that's a lot. It's not like it happened once or twice, right? That's the whole point. And so this is a big story, and it needs to be talked about even more. Yes. So what did? What did Trudeau say? Oh, no, he, that, he was the one that made the public accusation. It was Trudeau accuses China of extremely troubling harassment of Canadian jets. And they said uh, he was going to raise the issue with Beijing. So they did, right? Mm-hmm. They did, right? Yeah, but yeah, there was no reply. Between, this is for a month, by the way. Mm-hmm. For an entire month they were doing this. It wasn't a once-off. Oh, sure. Right. Um, <laughs> between April and May. Uh, he okay. said, uh, so he said, in these interactions, the PLATH aircraft did not adhere to international air safety norms. These interactions are unprofessional and or put the safety of our uh, Royal Canadian Air Force personnel at risk. In some yes. case instances, the RCAF aircrew felt sufficiently at risk that they had to quickly modify their own flight path in order to increase separation and avoid potential collision with the intercepting aircraft. Yeah. That's when you get to the point where you're going to crash. Well, think about it. You're flying there around in your Aurora, looking at your CRT that's making you blind and <laughs> radiating you or whatever because it's just like ghosting around there. Okay. <laughs> And the next minute, you've got warnings going off. There's an aircraft flying towards you at high speed, all right? And then at the last minute, they just, you know, pass you. You don't know if they're going to make actually ride into you, you know, like fly directly kamikaze into you or something. You don't know. they tend that. to do that in training. Yeah. You don't know. So it's, it's upsetting. It's stressful. It's bad. It's unprofessional. Yes. You don't do it. Yeah. But the Chinese PLAF has been doing that to Canada. And, you know, honestly... In most circumstances around the world, this kind of thing should be considered an act of war, okay? Yeah. It really should. When you've got fighter aircraft putting other peaceful aircraft doing their job at risk, it's not okay. It's not. But for some reason, China always gets a free pass. So I hope this boils up into something a little better. Mm. And hopefully next time, instead of sending up some auroras, maybe they can send up something better like an F-22. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. As an escort. Yeah. To keep everyone safe, by the way, not to instigate anything. No. Obviously, yeah. the F-22 doesn't have the long range or whatever. No. But, you know, like, yeah. send something up there. I don't right. care. Anything. Just to, like, the show them that, you know what, we mean business here. Right. 
you know let us do what we you allow us to do yeah you know exactly anyway. so just imagine like the american air force or canadian air force was buzzing chinese can you imagine that? planes can yeah. you imagine that they've got their like knockoff anatov or antonov or whatever those things are yeah. called flying around you got like f-16s or something and you know they're like you know saudi mali got you know that kind of thing it'd be funny but it wouldn't happen there'd no. be they they wouldn't accept it no anyway very immature move on the part of the chinese government Not good flipping middle fingers buzzing people yeah just don't and these do poor it. canadians with their 1950s monitors yeah I know. <laughs> they don't see it coming. It's really, really bad. Like <laughs> seriously. There's ghosting on the monitor. You can't even see them. It's There's like no by, the, by the time that things come around, you know, it's like, <laughs> they're sweet. The radar's sweet, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to hit them. Yeah. You know, Ser- seriously, yeah. though. Like in, jokes in, aside. Yeah. It, all jokes aside, it's disgusting. It's terrible what the Chinese military is doing. And let's hope there's some proper repercussions diplomatically. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's our soft power hour. We got through it. Everybody now knows about this beautiful plane, the Aurora. <laughs> that look was the up. main goal of the segment. Dude, yeah, I had to sit through, like, the guys who designed yeah, no, it. I watched you. And they were, like, talking about, like, their slideshows about how they came up with the name. And I was so glad that you did that research for that part. I really like planes a lot. No, it's, it's great. You're, you're, yeah, this, yeah. you're this expert. But I gotta say, though... <laughs> that that particular plane could do with a little bit when of a, you, when a little you bit of a refill. The American equivalent. I was like, what happened? <laughs> well, it might shock you to understand <laughs> to realize that that is actually an American plane that's just been oh no Canadianized. No, oh, yeah, you know, oh, it's, it's built off of a lo- it's be- built off of a I believe a Lockheed that's airframe. All the, all the wood. <laughs> <laughs> no, anyway, whatever. Yeah, it's sure. it's a great it's idea. a great thing. Yeah, it's a great yeah. thing. It's the Good it's the Bricklin of planes. Okay. Yeah. Jerry Huang, uh, CCP Showbusters is planning a live stream with me sometime after 15th of June. So I was wondering if you two are interested in joining if you have time. We'll see if we're around. Yeah, if we can. We uh, Count Bifford, why should we care if Huawei rips off Apple? Apple hardly pays any taxes. What does that have to do with anything? Yeah. I mean, I get it. So you're saying that they don't contribute or whatever, but they're still the, the lifeblood of a huge part of the technology sector they, of the US. They also spend a huge amount of money on R&D. Yeah. They actually develop many things. Of course, Apple's uh, guilty of copying a lot of, of stuff course. in the past, but they spend huge amounts of money on innovation. If that innovation is simply stolen and then they get undercut in their own market, why bother continuing yeah. to innovate? It's that simple. You want to be stuck with the equivalent of a, I don't know, a MacBook Pro 20. 2020 for the rest of your life because there's nothing new coming out no. then you encourage this kind of thing yeah so i think that's a bad take but we yeah. appreciate your support yeah r jones why does the ccp issue exit bans doesn't it make more sense to prevent unwanted people from entering what good is it to trap a political dissident in china because you can control them mm. think about this and by the way that's a good question it is a good question. if you allow someone out to go run rampant free in a country that has unfettered internet access and freedoms mm. to protect that person potentially protect them legally even mm. so they can say and do whatever they want they yeah. can expose your dirty laundry they can expose everything that you did to them and now they're free to say so mm then of course you want to exit ban them. If you trap them in China, they can't do shit. They yeah. can't do anything. Because you trap them in China, you can also then detain them, put them in a black side prison, whatever. Right. But also they can pressure people's families abroad. So sure. for instance, if you've got somebody who has state secrets or just a dissident, goes overseas, starts to make a noise, all you do is put exit bans on their family, yep. prevent their family Simple. from leaving, and then you can pressure them into shutting up. Yes. Simple. Yeah. Uh, Kuala 1203, never forget Tiananmen Square. Absolutely. Uh, 
If only the CCP collapsed like the rest of the Eastern Bloc and Tiananmen Square protests succeeded. Yeah. Or it morphed into something better. Mm -hmm. Click all night. Maybe we can talk about how we remember Tiananmen Square when the CCP stops jailing and killing civilians for dissent. They're doing that today. I like that point. That's a great take because a lot of people think about like, oh, remember Tiananmen Square? How bad is the same government? Not only is it the same government, they do the same stuff now. They do. They do. The, it's just not in a square. Yeah. Right? They do it all around China. They silence yeah. and kill people every day. Yeah, exactly. Right? Uh, Junebug, go Ukraine and what? I think he also, on. he requested a little. Oh, sorry about that. Yeah, I just, have heard of Balsak, yeah. Yeah, Peter Dazak. You know, he really helped the Chinese government kind of divert attention away from the Wuhan lab of vir virology or Institute of Virology, mm -hmm. sorry, mm -hmm. where he, of course, has a very vested interest. Mm -hmm. mm. Unknown person says, uh, very goodly, good, yummy, yummy, hun hao hao Oh, you mean this? Hao hao <laughs> yes, we'll get onto the the, the soundbites a little later. Should we move on? Yeah, Junebug, thank you very oh. much. Let's go. Okay, guys, we're going to now hit our Wumao corner, and we have a, almost like a professional Wumao, but we have a funny one for you here. Um, and those of you, oh, some of you may have heard of this woman. Um, yeah, Eileen Gu. Yeah, we've spoken about her a couple times. Her name's Eileen Gu, and there she is over there. Um, and this is just kind of a funny thing because, look. I'll be completely honest with her. I, uh, she's with obviously, her. I mean, with you, um, about her. Okay. And I, I feel like she's she's obviously a fantastic athlete, you mm -hmm. know. She deserves her gold medals or whatever she yeah. has. I don't personally find her attractive. Not that that makes any difference to anything. But she's swanning around like some kind of superstar. Well, I think you bring that up because she's now considered like holier than thou in China. Yeah. yeah, and it's just, it's kind of ridiculous how she's, like I said, swanning around like a, like a Hollywood superstar or something. Mm -hmm. So um, there's quite a funny thing that happened, uh, and I'll get us out of here. But a Chinese netizen asked what films Eileen Gu had appeared in to merit her present, uh, presence at the Cannes Film Festival, you know, because she went there on the red carpet at the Cannes Film Festival, which, by the way, why? Why? Um, no why. No why. As we say in Chinese, may yeah. always summer. Yeah. Like, why is she's not a movie star? She's, she's a not. She's, she's a star a athlete. She's a skier. Yeah, she's a skier. Or... For for those of you who don't know, yeah, I did some decent coverage on this, but um, she is an American citizen who chose to compete for China yeah, in so the Olympics to, to represent China. So she's getting she was paraded around China as a national hero. Look, she was used to soft power. Mm. Uh, it got so high up that even Xi Jinping was mentioning stuff. Sure. When Xi Jinping's mentioning stuff, that's like whoa, right? Anyway, yeah. It was prolific. There, she was being paraded around as like, look, she doesn't care about her country. America, America's fallen. It's in shambles. It's a dead country. Look at she preferred to represent exactly. her Chinese heritage. So it's like, look, China is so much better than America yeah. that an right. American person would rather represent China than their own home country. Right. Look how much better it is. Now, none of this even matters. Yeah. Now, the reason we're bringing this up is that um, what happened was she went back to the U.S. and then... All said and done, yeah. Not a lot of netizens in China. This is what we wanted to cover: is they got super pissed off because yeah. she was this legend status, like abandoning America for her home, her half country of China. She's mixed race, right? So China is her her adopted home now. Yeah. She's being paraded as a proud Chinese person, blah blah mm -hmm. blah. But then goes back to the U.S. and kind of like in media forgets all this ever happened. Right? I mean, look, that's the thing. She yeah. she stuck around, yeah. pretending to be Chinese for the 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 time it was beneficial to her. Sure. And then whether or not this had anything to do with it, but just when the, the lockdowns were being announced for Beijing, 
just then where she was hanging around. Oh, lockdowns are coming. Suddenly she's like, thanks, China. It was all great. Bye. Uh, and she goes back to the U.S. So the, hmm. the joke here is that Chinese citizens were making a, a funny thing. Yeah, so this was the end of that whole thing. So the Chinese, first, uh, Chinese uh, netizen asked, they were asking, you know, what films has she been in to merit her presence on the Cannes Film uh, Festival's red carpet? So another netizen answered, it's because she appeared as a Chinese person during the 2022 Winter Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> So that was her act. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's why she should be at the film festival, basically. Yes. But of course, if you read the Chinese, it makes it makes um, more sense. It's a bit funnier. But the whole the whole point is like, why is she on the the red carpet? It's because she's an actor. Yeah, it's because she acted as a Chinese person for that period of time during the Winter Olympics. Right. So it's a a good good bit of uh, humor from the Chinese side. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, which which I'm fully on board with. I think it's true. Sure. Anyway, she's probably out of the news for good now, to be honest. Yeah. Now, look, unfortunately, this is not a topic that I, I want to cover at all, really. Um, no. If we can we'll brush avoid it. it, but we have to brush on it. The tragic shooting in uh, Texas, yeah. as we all know, has been an awful thing. And no, you know, no one in their right mind could ever say anything other than how disgusting it is. Yes. Anyway, except for, of course, the horrible Chinese netizens. Of course, there was a lot of uh, good support on the Chinese internet, yeah. but unfortunately, a lot of the top upvoted comments mm-hmm. about this news were horrid. I mean, look, here's the thing. Whenever there's a tragedy in um, the U.S., I've found immediately not only do, do this certain subset of Chinese netizens jump on it, but the Chinese government themselves. They start to use it as a reason why you shouldn't go to America, a reason why China is better than America. You've seen that with like Miss Wow and all those people going yeah. out there and saying like, yeah. look how dangerous it is in yeah, America because the shootings. That. I didn't want yeah. to focus on this too much because yeah. of how like tragic it is. And very, it's very recent. Yeah, absolutely. But I mean, the, the whole point is that you do see the Chinese government jumping yes. on That's what we tragedies. Had to, had to okay? show this. And these are some of the comments that have been uh, upvoted a lot, right? For instance, um, okay, so the headline is May 24, school sh- shooting occurred at an elementary school um, South Texas, USA. How do you actually say that? Uvalde. Uvalde? Uvalde? Uvalde. Uvalde. Yeah, I don't know how to say that. Uh, 21 people, including 18 children, have been killed. So here's uh, the comment that has got 1,500 likes. It says, your beautiful sight to behold. So a, a beautiful sight to behold. Um, and the next one says, as Pelosi said, this is a beautiful sight to behold. So that's actually a reference to when Nancy Pelosi was saying what she thought about the Hong Kong protests. Yes. People exercising their freedom and democracy. Yeah. And she said it's a beautiful sight to behold. So a lot of uh, national, hyper-nationalists in China use that as a weaponized statement. Every time something bad happens. In the of US. course, a bunch of people standing up for their de- democratic rights. And yes, those protests did get violent. How many people got killed? In the... What? In the Hong Kong riots? I don't know. Like any? Good. Can you quickly look that up? I don't want us to like misquote. I just want to, I mean, the, the fact of the matter is that's obviously not what she was talking about. She was talking about seeing the people, you know, standing up for yeah, what they believe course. in. Um, that's not what we're talking about. No. Um, I don't know. There's going to be no accurate information on that. No, there has to be because. Four? Is it four? That's 2019. Let's see. Is it? Yeah. yeah. The four who died became fixtures. And, oh, but those were people that were like committing suicide or whatever, right? Oh, they would okay. find them jump. Yeah, anyway, at the end know. of the day, what we're talking about here is somebody commenting on the mm. 
the movement of people that are standing up sure. for democracy. And now you've got people using um, children being killed as, uh, you know, trying to flip that around, which is just disgusting and completely disingenuous. And you cannot even try to quantify or compare the two. No. Okay. Next one. Um, smell of freedom, sweet air. Now here's freedom, all right. Just that sweet air smells slightly bloody. And that's a reference to the student who, remember, made a speech. A Chinese a, student. Yeah, a Chinese student in America. in America made a speech to say how, um, at a graduation speech, how when she got off the plane, she smelled the freedom in the air and all that kind of stuff. She got destroyed by oh, the Chinese yeah. internet. She apologized. She went and like kowtowed and all that stuff. But they completely mm -hmm. destroyed her. So they're trying to use that here as a reference. Um, and then... Finally, we have a big response this time. It's because the victim's skin color. It's throwing some racism in there just for, for the hell of it. Anyway, just had to put this out there because you have to understand that there is this certain subset on the Chinese internet, which, of course, really is very vocal and is upvoted. And these comments don't get censored or deleted, by the way. No. And remember, in China, the Chinese government will censor and delete anything that it doesn't condone. So in other words, if something's out there and being upvoted and discussed on the Chinese internet, it's because the Chinese government allows it. Oh, I mean, they love this. Yeah. Because this is, caught, I mean, any unrest in the US is a huge soft power win for them. Yeah. So that's how they see it, unfortunately. When it's, the issue is lives lost and it's a tragedy for the families and everyone involved. Actually, yeah. a tragedy for my country, to be honest. Something yeah. that needs to be dealt with. Yeah. But it's, um, it's just disgusting to see this kind of, you know, response. No, of course, nobody celebrates no. this. No. You should not. You've got people here that are air of freedom. Where are the bootlickers? Love to see their beautiful side to behold. Nice. Play too much video game. Want to try the real thing. Beautiful side to behold. Three, three and a half thousand likes, you know? Yeah. So there's three and a half thousand people like that comment to the person celebrating the, the shooting. Yeah. You know? Whereas that would be downvoted to oblivion. I mean, absolutely. <laughs> people wouldn't do it in no, the first place. No. Okay. And if they were, it's some edgelord. Right? Yeah. This is a popular opinion. It's a popular opinion. That's, that's what bothers me. It's, it really, really bothers me because when there's a tragedy in China, uh, say, for instance, the earthquakes, the, the 2008 earthquakes, I was there for that, or um, there's a kindergarten stabbing or something. Who's I, celebrating nobody, that? Nobody, nobody that I, nobody, no human being would be going out there and saying, great, look, no. you know, good, good, this is a great thing. You know? No, absolutely not. So... I just got to say, it's a disgusting thing. And, right. I, and we can't just let it lie. We have to show it. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, let's move on from that. Uh, I like just like this uh, to okay. round off Wu Mao Corner. He's mm -hmm. the uh, Ministry of Foreign Affairs from Taiwan. So imagine him as the anti-wolf warrior. Okay, anti-wolf warrior. Because Ministry of Foreign Affairs, MOFA, yeah. uh, of China is our favorite wolf warriors, wolf sure. wankers. Yes. And they uh, go out there and they just say the most ver awful stuff. Just yes. horrible, horrible stuff, vile yeah. things. Yeah. And uh, just, you know, point the blame at every country around the world other than China. But the Ministry of Foreign Affairs from Taiwan, I love this quote. He says, don't worry about China getting upset at you. When they get upset at you, that means you're doing something right. <laughs> yeah. And I just thought that was great. Yeah, that's, that's a very good uh, quote. So is that the end of our soft power hour? Yeah. I mean, not, what am I saying? End of our Wumao quote. That is great. Okay, so mm -hmm. we're going to move into worldview. I think we'll just have an extended yam sure. What do you think? Okay, worldview. All right, this is where we talk about what's happening in the world, specifically with regards to China. It's kind of like what's new, but with a bit more of an international focus. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Still uh, doing the intros, eh? Got to do it, man. That's what it. it's all about, right? 111. Yeah. So um, China misquotes the UN, yeah. doesn't issue correction. All right, so for those of you who don't know, 
the United Nations kind of fell into China's hands here. A little bit of a trap. Um, this uh, Bachelet, Mrs. Bet, Miss slash Miss, Bachelet, I don't really know, yeah. but Bachelet, Bachelet. Uh, mm, Bachelet, yeah. Is it Bachelet? Yeah. Should it's Bachelet? Well, yeah, it's French, right? I suppose so. Anyway, <laughs> this um, very important UN figure went to go on a tourist visit. Not an investigative visit, by the way. No. So it's not about investigating the claims of what's going on in Xinjiang. But she went there and they took her to Xinjiang <clears throat> and took her around to the tourist spots. Yeah. Okay? Well, what we can imagine. Yeah. They just, they took, obviously, they're not going to take her to the camps. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, I didn't see any footage from Yeah. That. So anyway, yeah. they took her Did around. Did you think they gave her a Casio watch? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. Anyway, so they took her around and um, then she got to see the region and she got to sit down and Warned have a about have a chat yeah. have a chat about um you know human rights basically yeah. with china uh it completely played into china's hands because now they can say look see the un went they to came. xinjiang and they didn't find anything meanwhile they weren't looking for anything yeah um, i mean it didn't it didn't it's i'd say it's a net nothing yeah a net nothing happened pretty much but China tried. Yeah, but now, yeah, here's here's the fun part, right? Yeah, you've got you've got the things, right? Yeah. Okay, I'll but, read them. but basically, before you read them, I'll set it up. At the end, she makes this big speech, okay, about what she saw and all this kind of stuff. So the Chinese state media went ahead and put out to the entire country the contents of her speech. What did they say? She said. This is what she, what they said she said. So this is what the Chinese yes. government says that she said. I admire the efforts and achievement China has made in the areas of poverty elimination, human rights protection, as well as realizing economic and social development. What did she actually say? She said, we will be discussing sensitive, important human rights issues and I hope the visit will help us work together to advance human rights in China and globally. <laughs> so they just made shit up. They literally made it all up. Dude, it's like, <laughs> have you ever done that thing where you have a foreign movie and you don't have subtitles? Yes, you just make, and you shit, just up. make shit up. Yeah. Like they say Funny. something in French and yeah. you're like, oh, I need to go to the bathroom or right. something. Right. That's what they did. But right. to the UN, whatever she is, ambassador slash yeah. whatever. Human rights thing. Human rights person Stuff. who went on their little tour. They representative. Representative. Yeah. They force-fed lines about the poverty alleviation and that she admires Xi Jinping's efforts and the Communist Party's efforts at doing X, Y, Z. And she said nothing of the sort. And that's why, you know what? When the Communist Party doesn't hear what they like to hear, they simply make up. They just make it up. Yeah. So it was just enough to get her to show up. That's yeah. all they cared about. So she was there. And now, guess what? They didn't... They didn't uh, Amended. Retract or no. amended. Everyone in China who's cut off from the real internet, by the way, mm. now thinks that's what she said. Correct. Everybody around, especially... She's from Chile, by the way, not France. That's from Chile. So then it's Bachelet? Yes. Yeah. Bachelet? Bachelet? No, I'm just talking shit. Just want to make anyway, question. right, thanks. Yeah. Here's the thing. Everyone, especially in the more rural places, people that don't have access to a VPN or any kind of uh, interest in, in getting over the Great Firewall of China, now think, because they read in the newspaper, they saw in the news that the UN bachelet woman, bachelet, bachelet woman, came in there and said that she admires what China's done for human rights. She admires the poverty alleviation. She admires all the stuff. The human rights. And specifically the, yeah, the human, the human rights. rights. And guess what? 
They won't ever see a correction to that. They won't ever see now a counter to that. Now everyone in China thinks that's what she said and that the human rights situation in China is great. Yes. The UN acknowledged it. So your average, like, lower class person milling around in China now is going to think, wow, China must be so good because the UN came in and said that we're great with human rights and we lifted everyone out of poverty and they admire us. They didn't even insinuate that. No. She didn't say anything like that. She said, we will be discussing (laughs) sensitive, important human rights issues and I hope this visit will help us work together to advance human rights in China and globally. That's what she said. Yes. Nothing of this, like, I admire your poverty alleviation. Where, this poverty alleviation shit needs to shut up, I by know, the way. Know, it's like the only thing that they can go for. You know. And it's not even correct. It's incredible. Anyway, it's so annoying. So now the UN actually corrected them and asked them to yeah, like, change please. it. Like, hey, you they know, didn't. that we didn't say that, but they didn't. No, they're like, we got what we wanted. Now you guys can go fuck off. Yeah. Because that's, that's how they treat the UN and the rest of the world. Yeah. They're just like, we'll, we'll say whatever we'll we want. You. Yeah, we'll make up whatever we want. That's what they do. Lie to their own population. Incredible stuff. It was yeah. actually just a slap in the face. Yeah. Mistake from the beginning. The UN the should not have done this. No, and it's they they were used. Mm-hmm. You know, but just be careful if you're reading any media. She and the UN didn't say anything like that. No. <laughs> so no. don't read that Global Times or something. No, 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 anyway. no. Yeah. So we just had to put that in there because absolute ridiculous. Yes. Um, we have to. Uh, correct Elon Musk here. Not just correct. Can we... (laughs) What? You know when we warn you guys about (laughs) stuff? Right. I know there's a lot of Elon fanboys. We're not Elon haters. No. We're we're nothing of the sort. But you got to be realistic and you can never blindly... If you're one of those people that's like, no, Elon's great. He loves going to protect freedom of speech, blah, blah, blah. And you put blinders on like this, you're doing what the Chinese government does with their own propaganda. Sure. Unfortunately. And the problem is, Winston, I've been warning you over and over again about what he's done to show his support for the Chinese government, to uh, open up freaking car dealerships in Xinjiang during a genocide. Yes. Right, current genocide yes, right now. Yes, current, right now. Praising the Chinese government, not only on Twitter, but in public, right? Like in his relationships with people. And then doubling down on working with China for future manufacturing stuff when people are trying to pull away from this genocidal regime. Yeah. And so... When you constantly praise him and say, no, that's not the case. He's totally going to change his mind on China and stuff. I remember I went on Twitter and I saw a lot of people that were adding us and like quoting us and stuff saying like, you guys are right. Look at, can you read this quote? Okay. He said, few seem to realize that China is leading the world in renewable energy generation and electric vehicles. Whatever you may think of China, this is simply a fact. Elon Musk, shut the fuck up. Sure. Because... You know what China actually leads the world in is coal usage. <laughs> yes. So you can renew all you want, mm-hmm. even though we've seen proof of them turning on wind turbines with electricity, by yeah, the way. Yeah, to make them spin. To make them spin. But let's just use your stupid piece of shit fact and just mm-hmm. take it for, for what you say it is and say it's true, mm-hmm. right? About this, Elon, you're wrong. You're so damn wrong. China not only uses the most coal, but is using more coal and is signed on for more coal usage and production. Sure. So what do you, what does it matter if you're using renewable stuff as sure. well as that? Yeah. You're, they're doubling down on using pollutants and yeah. so increasing carbon dioxide emissions. I mean, what what is it? This is just a short-sighted thing to say. Right. Okay. So it's kind of like, um, let's say that uh, I throw trash on the ground. A lot of trash. I throw tons of trash on the ground, right? Yes. But um, 
I throw so much trash on the ground that I throw more trash on the ground than my, all my neighbors combined, okay? In yes. fact, I fill up the whole neighborhood with trash. But then I decided, okay, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to start recycling the cans out of the trash. Yes. Okay? So I go and pick up all the cans. Now, the neighborhood, they say, wow, this guy this, recycles this guy. more cans yeah. than anyone else in the neighborhood. Right. But I also litter more than anyone else. And I destroy the entire place because everything else I throw is just terrible plastic shit that can't be recycled. That's what's going on here. He's saying, look, they recycle the most cans. <laughs> yeah. You know, it doesn't matter if they do a lot of this if the other stuff they're doing basically just negates that it, stuff. It cuts it off. Like, yeah. you can say, this is, to me, okay, you can say, let's just say this is true. Hmm. Okay, it's true. But the other side of things is completely ignored. It's omission it, by design, right? Yeah. He's doing this on purpose, lying Look, by omission. You can build the biggest solar generating plant. You can build the biggest hydroelectric dam. You can build all these things. First of all, building them is devastating to the environment. Yes. The amount of... Mm -hmm bullshit that has to be done to build these things as far as like just concrete and generating this and that destroying the land doing whatever you need to do that's a huge thing but then the power that you need to actually build it as well generates huge amounts of waste and coal usage and all that but you're doing all of that and on top of that you're increasing your coal power plants at the same time it doesn't make sense it just doesn't make sense. What China's doing is devastating. If you're using renewable energy yeah. to try to mitigate coal usage, then great. But China is using more coal than it was previously. Yeah, a lot more. So what are you talking about? Yeah. It, it's wrong. It's like a dude who rolls coal. Yeah. You know, he's got a big diesel big truck diesel and he's truck. rolling coal, but then he puts a solar panel on the roof to power his radio. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so he's like, oh, look, I'm using solar yes. power for this. But that's meanwhile, a, he's rolling coal and burning out That down needs the to be a visual representation that we'll <laughs> yeah. use in the next episode. If you guys want to post on the subreddit. Yeah, yeah Elon Musk's got like a magnifying yeah. glass to the solar panel. Meanwhile, there's smoke belching out the back uh, of his diesel truck. That's a political cartoon. Yeah, definitely. So... Um, I think there's a, there's also an analogy here that most people don't pay attention to is that China keeps getting lauded as this green, you know, they're planting uh, the equivalent uh, planting of whatever trees, forest, blah, yeah. blah. But then you, you know, that's used by propaganda points. People like Elon Musk will go out there and talk about how China's amazing because they're planting so many trees as well, right? Mm -hmm. And then it's just conveniently ignored that it's monoculture. Yes. And China's doing monoculture, which is effectively destroying huge swaths of the environment yeah. and, and hurting and displacing people and their farms, and their water supply, and all of this stuff just to fill a quota to say they, they're doing desertification, they're reversing desertification. Yeah, right? because I don't know if you guys realize this, but planting trees is not good for the environment if you do it wrong. If you do it wrong. Yeah. You, it's great yeah. if you do it correctly. You know, that's the whole point. Like, you know, you've got native species, right. and you have a native ecosystem, but if you just go out there and like, we have to plant like so many acres of trees in a, in a year or whatever, and you just plant in the same the tree. Quota. Yeah, and you're planting it incorrectly, and it actually ends up using up whatever groundwater is there, and just. I've know. never seen anyone actually pull this like criticism out because no one could do investigative journalism there. Yeah, but I'm telling you, when I lived in the desert region of China, yeah, and I had students that would go out there and they'd get brownie points and they'd get all kinds of bonuses and stuff uh, within the Chinese government for going to do volunteer uh, uh, reverse desertification work. Yeah. In the Telemachon Desert, as well as the Gobi Desert, by planting monoculture trees, yeah. what they would come back and say is that, oh, it's weird. A lot, we go out there with this big government entourage, take photos, and they plant all these trees and stuff. And it's really weird. It's like these little saplings in the middle of this desert, right? Yeah. And they're like, it's weird because all the 
local farmers are super mad at us and they throw stuff at us and I, I'm looking into it. I'm like, what the hell's going on? Sure. Turns out, like you said, the water table's being used up in an already desert area sure. where people are really trying to eke out a living yeah. by doing very small farms, right? Yeah. You have little apple orchards, you have little uh, little farms that are growing very small amounts of crops just to get by. Sure. And then you will have this government mass uh, reverse desertification project comes in with a billion freaking saplings yeah. that sucks up everything. And the government may water them for a while. Yeah. But then after that, it's just up to the people to deal with it. Even that. watering them in those kind of desert yeah. areas, it takes away precious water resources from whatever, you know, the reservoirs and stuff. There's whole towns yeah. and cities that are, don't have enough water anymore. Yeah. And the government says, well... Bad luck for you. You got to always look at. Yeah. You got to look past the headlines because yes. it's very easy be, to be trapped in when you hear it, like, "Oh, China's leader in renewable energy." Right. You know, and you think, "Wow, isn't that amazing? Isn't that great?" That's what the Chinese government is doing this yes. for. Yes. They don't give a shit. They're doing this so oh, that they can get those shit. headlines. Yeah. So they will build this massive thing, very wasteful, very badly managed. The waste uh, management will be terrible on right. that thing. They'll end up really destroying the environment in the process of doing it. But they get away with it. They get that lovely headline, and then it's whatever, and they just leave it off. My, my be all and end all. Well said. My be all and end all about about this is that you can be, you can like Elon Musk for what he does. You can like Tesla and do all this kind of stuff, but don't put blinders on to how much he sucked off the Chinese government. Sure. And it's so bad because it's damning. You get people that will look at this tweet or whatever he says, like it's like it's from the Bible. Sure. Like it's freaking gospel. And, and then they don't look yeah. into it after that. And government and decisions are made based on yeah. things like this because rich people can go out there and say something important and then people's eyes get off the real issue. Uh, here's the thing about Elon Musk. He's a fantastic businessman. He's sure. obviously a very important person. He's the richest man in the world and all that, but he doesn't understand China. No. He really doesn't. No. He really no, absolutely, absolutely doesn't understand Remember his China. quote about uh, like, oh, Americans are lazy and don't work, not like the hardworking Chinese people. Meanwhile, but China has one of the lowest per productivity rates per capita, like per, yeah. per hour of work. Number two, yes, the hours are tough and a lot of that work is on the Chinese people's hardworking backs. Yeah. But that's basically glorified slave labor. So he's saying slave labor is good. Yes. Anyway, fact of the matter is he really doesn't understand China well enough to be making comments like this, unfortunately. No. And people follow him around like a, like a godlike figure. And they're like, oh, Elon Musk used this yeah. piece of toilet paper. I'm right. going to invest in stocks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Got to watch out. You can't take his word when it comes to China. That's, I can't say about other things because that's no, not, that's not our wheelhouse. Talking about but when, when it's China is involved, he makes the wrong calls all the time. It's something we can safely say he's wrong about yeah. almost every single time China comes up. Yeah. And it just pisses me off. Yeah. It's, anyway. I'm not even invested in like Elon. I don't care that much. Yeah. But when this kind of stuff, it shows how you can turn public perception with such a stupid wrong tweet. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. Now, let's get on to the uh, Tiananmen Square thing for a bit here. Um, this is kind of the official narrative. Do you want to read what this, this yeah, is? Yes, so this is this a is... tanky talking point. Yeah. But what this is, is a, a convenient English translation of what you would see as the official narrative in China. Yeah. And that is Tiananmen Square when they ran over students with tanks and killed thousands of people in mm -hmm. the streets. Uh, when the army came in and killed their own citizens for protesting the, yes. the communist government of China yeah. um, and asked for more transparency, all the demands that they made. 
what they're, uh, what they're taught in China is that number one, it didn't exist. And when it does exist, like when people do find out about it or it comes up, that yeah. it was warranted and those people that they killed were actually terrorists, yeah. right? So this says, uh, we remember the PLA soldiers who sacrificed their lives defending the country against domestic terrorism on June 4th, 1989. And this is what you'll see with the pro-authoritarian people that deny Tiananmen Square, kind of like Holocaust yeah. deniers. Yeah. You get these people that will go out there and say it didn't happen. And if it did, like only the bad guys were killed. They killed bad students that were actually trying to, or it was a CIA color revolution mm -hmm. or it was people that just wanted to cause shit. Right. Yeah. So it's warranted that the PLA killed them. You know, th there were some um, soldiers who did mm -hmm. get killed during that whole thing. It's true. They really yeah. were. But by a couple of students with Molotov cocktails or whatever the hell they had versus tanks and automatic rifles, it's no... Not a fair fight. No fair fight going on there. Didn't and you know, fight. afterwards, fight. The, the, the people that participated in this even got like a commemorative watch. Yeah. You know, the they soldiers, like it's a piece of way. shit watch. Yeah, I feel like we've shown that before. Probably have. Yeah. Anyway, the fact of the matter, these um, not very brave soldiers who just killed a bunch of unarmed students, unless you consider the occasional rock or something being armed or whatever, um, people are putting this kind of thing out to like uh, commemorate those poor soldiers. Those poor soldiers that mowed down their own citizens. It's disgusting. Look, when you get into the tanky world, which tankies, for those of you who don't know, are these people that love authoritarianism yeah. and they love suffering, especially dead, dead kids. What's up with they that? They love that for some reason. It's like Because oh, it furthers their agenda. Yeah. Anyway, horrible mm. people. Horrible. You go down this rabbit hole of these people, they are so twisted and disgusting. Oh, it's really gross. It's mm. a lot of narcissists as yeah. well. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much every single tanky's got narcissistic disorder. Personality disorder. Personality yeah. disorder. Anyway, this is the kind of crap they put out. We just had to let you know. It's disgusting. Mm. What we need to remember is that the students who stood mm. out and actually took that, that, had the courage to stand up to the Chinese government, you know, they, they really need to be remembered yes. because they were stamped out. And this actually was the end of courage in China. Yeah. After this happened, after this happened, it. yeah. And this also, after this uh, Tiananmen Square uh, massacre happened, the Chinese government made it illegal for large gatherings. Yep. They upped the surveillance. This of is where everything changed. Yeah, mm. and it was after this that uh, pretty much it was not possible to get together and have any kind of demonstrations mm. or protests or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. So it put an end to that. And right. it was really the iron fist of the, the Communist Party of China uh, grasping the, the nation. And yes. unfortunately, there's been no way to escape. Yes. You know, ever since then. Anyway. We just want to remind people that there is a fantastic memorial in yes. California. If you go out west, you can find in the desert somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> Yer Yermo. Yermo. <laughs> yeah. You have to go all the way out in the desert and you'll yes. find this uh, massive monument. Yeah, we actually um, have some. Six four. Yeah, we went there just to remind yeah, there you. We it's go. the Liberty Sculpture Park. That's right. Yeah, it's Liberty Sculpture Park. And it's. We went out there two, three years ago now? Yeah, yeah, about three years ago. See, this he's got 6'4". This yeah. is where, by the way, there are, often they have Tiananmen Square vigils and things there, which, by the way, you can't do in Hong Kong anymore. It's been no. banned in Hong Kong yeah. after 33 years of it happening. Um, you can't do it anymore. But yeah, they have the this whole thing. It's definitely worth a visit. It's kind of like a pikey little in the middle of nowhere desert thing with it's a couple cool, of sculptures. There's a lot of spirit and soul. Yeah, absolutely. And this is where mm. the... Um, Recently, you know, the, the whole Department of Justice says, yeah. and the, yeah. the FBI or whatever yeah. it was, they caught 
these people that were working as agents for yeah. the Chinese government. Just to burn down a Xi Jinping yeah. statue that they found offensive, they... It was a really bad move for China, but it connected yeah. them to some really awful, scary stuff. Yeah. Like proper Chinese agents here. Because in yeah, because they did this. Yeah. Because they burned. Rem- <laughs> remember, in fact, in this 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 is an ADV China episode that we did. Yeah, from years ago. What's it called? Like the, the Communist Party's not going to like what we, we found, found in the, the desert, desert yeah. something like that. While we were doing this and going through this, I made that comment to you, and I said, "I'm surprised that the Wu Mao don't come out here and vandalize yeah. things." Yeah. And then they did go out and yeah, vandalize it. Was it. A womb no, it was, was the Chinese government-linked people did yeah. it. And they, and, they co-opted yeah. an American. Yeah. Uh, like an ex-prison uh, guard or something from yeah. Florida. Yeah. They got him. The officer. DOJ got him. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, so yeah. Anyway, my point is... Why, is do you have, why do we have the erased... Oh, that's... We yeah, were, we're talking, talking about how China it. erases the... Anyway, just fast forward. Man. You guys can see there's a whole monument out here. Yeah. You're, you know, if you live out in the West... Yeah. We went, you know, as long as we lived out there, we only went there once. Yeah. Um, and we did want to go after the statue was put up. Yeah. Uh, we never made it out and then it got burned down. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, you know, again, I'm pretty sure they'll be having a vigil. Yes. Uh, you can look it up. It's called yeah. Liberty Sculpture Park. That's right. And, uh, you know, you see that that sign's very famous where it says, give me liberty or give me yeah. death. Yeah. Well, you can you can pretty much guess which the Chinese government gave them because it wasn't liberty, was it? It wasn't. Yeah. So, I don't know what this has got to do with anything, but let's fuss with that. Okay. Um, Et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, there's a whole awesome, fantastic memorial out west that you can see. They got a tank there. Yeah. Yeah, People put the signs up there. there. Definitely worth a visit if you're kind of passing by. It's a pilgrimage for pro-democracy Chinese people. Yeah. Absolutely. So, you know. There's a lot up here. Never forget, okay? It says, eliminate, eliminate Satanist Nazi CCP. Well, you can say whatever you want. <laughs> it's freedom of speech, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, you can go leave your own uh, little notes up there if you want um, oh. and that kind of thing. Check it out if you happen to be in the area. But I guess that pretty much brings us to uh, the Yamcha segment of our show. So let's hit that, shall we? Yes. All right, so Yamcha, for those of you who don't know, is where we have our questions and answers section of the show. We're going to go through all your super chats, and we kind of just relax. I'm going to take off the tie, or at least loosen the tie. We can chill out and talk. Um, And we leave it up for the weekend. On Monday, we cut it out of the show. So if you're watching live now, you get to see it. If you're watching on the weekend, you get to see it. Um, Otherwise, you can always watch it through our patron if you like which by the way i may as well give us a little plug for our patron shouldn't i yes yeah, so if you go to patron.com slash adv podcast we answer your messages there yep not only that but you get to see the uncut version of the show yeah and we'll post stuff there as well yeah anyway, anyway. now that that's all done uh for those of you who aren't sticking support, around yeah yes yeah if you're not uh watching on the weekend or live we'll catch you next time stay awesome and for those of you who are still here let's uh Let's begin. Crack open the Mountain Dew Zero Sugar Major Melon. I've had this sitting around the office forever. Yeah, Major Melon. It's, it looks like you're doing a sponsor, bro. I'm not. Yeah. How can I do a sponsor if you can't even see it? See through. Sorry, Mountain Dew. Look, this to... it came with nothing in it. All leaked out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you get some. This this is really. You know what? If I look at this, this, this is, is the douchiest shit cringe. I've ever seen in my life. It's got like a. A watermelon with an you army helmet bullshit, on though, it. Is that Mountain Dew? And you know dog the Mountain, Dew, Mountain Dew and Doritos, right? Yeah. It's like the cringe, like gamer Call of Duty, like kind of scumbag thing. It really but is. But I love Mountain Dew. That's my problem. Is I hate the imagery. 
I mean, it literally like, that says is the stupidest shit I've ever seen. Zero in my life. sugar, dude. Dude, charged with watermelon flavor. Yeah, it's got like a watermelon with a tongue sticking. You can't see it because it's, it's the, green. It's so stupid. It's and so immature. <laughs> I feel like a scumbag. Do the do, but it's great. Yeah, yeah. I know. I feel like you're not a huge melon melon dude. Though. I love melon flavor. I like stuff. watermelon. I'm, oh, you do. Okay. Yeah, dude. Seriously. Cool. Uh, so sorry, JPN says, are you aware of Chinese VTuber who claimed to have been kidnapped yes. and trafficked yes. half a year? Uh, her agency denied the allegation. Wu Mao's reached out to people online to suppress the story due to international attention. Okay. I'm not going to comment on it because I'll be honest with you. It's hard to verify. It's so hard to verify and it's so vague. Yeah. It is so vague and it sounds... It's not, it, I, 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 I gotta say. It, it, could, it could, be, could, be. could be real. It could also be a ploy for attention after being absent yeah. for a long time. Here's the thing. Human trafficking is real yes. in China. It's yes. a massive problem. We've talked about it before. I got videos on kidnapping. If you want to go find that out on my channel. Um, we've discussed it when we talked about the, the chain woman, you know? Yeah. We've talked about this a lot. Human trafficking really is a huge problem it in is. China. So that's why I could believe it. Yes, it's just the story that it, how it's portrayed sounds, sounds in a little Chinese. Sus. It sounds a little sus, but again, I'm not going to say that. Yeah, we can't say that. We can't say it's it is sus. We just say right. it sounds sus. It's just, I mean? I, I, we don't ever report on anything we can't verify, mm -hmm. right? Or be, at least with our expertise about how things work in China. Yeah, we don't. You know, what do you got? I got my take that out of the sleeve. And show yeah, us. I got a, I got my little uh, CD of the week to listen in my car. It still has a CD player. Let me get out of here. It's all stuck in there. Can you see that? Can it? Is it know. focused? Pull it towards your face. All right, there we, go. there we go. Power ballads. But this is not just any power ballads. This is power ballads gold. So it's got such hits as Winger, Headed for a Heartbreak, Warrant, Heaven, Kicks, Don't Close Your Eyes. Bad English. Hey, it's got Tesla in here. Speaking of uh, Elon Musk, <laughs> love song Skid Row, L.A. Guns, Slaughter, Damn Yankees, High Enough. I love. I, I love, love that, that song. song. That's so that's cool. one of my favorites. As a yeah, kid. that's seriously good. Uh, Queens Reich. How do you Queens Reich? Queens Reich. Reich. Yeah. Uh, Queens Reich. Yeah. Extreme. More than words. It's a great that's, song, which you hate. I love I it. I hate that song, song so much. More than words is amazing. Firehouse. Um, love on a life. Love of Love. a Lifetime. Nelson. Love of a Lifetime. Saigon. <laughs> <laughs> I like that song. Too. Hey, and it's got Meatloaf. I'd do anything oh, for love. we had a whole spiel about Meatloaf. Yeah, he yeah. died of COVID. Yeah, but I won't do that. And everyone's like, but, but he wouldn't get a vaccine. <laughs> he wouldn't get a vaccine. That's what he wouldn't do. Yeah, his, his wife is like, oh, honey, please sorry. get a vaccine. Like, I'd do anything for love, but, but I, I won't, won't do that. that. And then he died. Yeah, yeah. Rest anyway. in peace. Rest in peace. Um, oh, actually, I brought Underrated. something too. Yeah, what do you got? We keep talking about video games, so I wanted to bring what I've been playing. Okay. Um, Winston and I, you might get the impression that we're like massive Saturn, Sega Saturn fans. And mm -hmm. I got to say, we have been converted. Mm -hmm. uh, a subscriber actually sent us a Sega Saturn. Yes. Doc Slothington, mm -hmm. old Doc. Yep. And you ended up getting your own. Yeah, I bought my I own. I kept Docs. Yeah. And we've been playing them pretty much nonstop. Yeah. I think I play it every day. Yeah. Right. And we played a game called Sakura Wars. Yeah. Which, by the way, is a Japanese game. This is a, a reproduction of it. We have the legitimate version. But yeah, I can't uh, read it. Yeah, Sakura This is an yeah. English version, and yeah. it's amazing. It's, it's great. One of the best games I've played in years. Yeah, love it. And it's uh, it's basically in the 1920s Japan. Yeah. And you have these like mechs or whatever, like steam powered mechs. <laughs> yeah, steampunk. Yeah. And it it's got like a episodical story, and it's, it's a lot of also fun. you choose the dialogue. It was yeah. very. Um, 
pretty revolutionary for 1996. Yeah. Amazing I actually ride. liked it so much I bought all of the Sakura Wars games right. in Japanese and including the Sakura, Pocket Sakura, which is like a Tamagotchi, which links up through... When you I, showed me that, I was yeah. like, what have you done? Yeah. But then I started playing Sakura Wars and I was like, this is pretty it's fun. Awesome. It's got a pedometer Amazing. built in. Amazing game. Yeah, it's great fun. I can't wait to play the rest if yeah. they ever translate them. Yeah. Anyway, so... Oh, our appeal, by the way, because mm -hmm. I listened to the translators uh, on a podcast mm -hmm. the other day. Yeah. If they're out there and they're somehow listening to this, you got to understand, <laughs> your market's bigger than you think. Please translate the second one. Sure. Please. You got to understand, John. You got to understand, yeah, you gotta understand, Anyway, let's get on to the Super Chats. What do we got? Yes. Yeah, sorry. People like to know what we're doing. Absolutely. Um, yes. Anyway, uh, Ino Batan, the... Chinese stepmother and co-workers wish that was here. I don't know. I'm sorry. Dan Ketsatori, haven't heard from you in a while, Danny boy. Yeah, and thank uh, you for your very generous, nice. very generous uh, donation. Thank you so much. Yao ba Yao Baba. Yao Long time yeah. no see or here. Medical issue here. Sorry. Oh, sorry, sucks. buddy. Uh, Mao Tai. Tastes like a zoo smells. That's, yeah, yeah that's kind of yeah, accurate. Get on board with that. Kind of that grassy, like, digested grass smell. Yeah, we've had that. We have, actually. Mm -hmm. Dude Bub, uh, can we have a Taiwan number one soundbite, please? We absolutely can. But look, I've got a new soundbite, which I just want to introduce you to quickly right here. Ah! Is that me gold? What the hell are you? I'm a leprechaun, me dear. Here. <laughs> Okay, um, for those of you who didn't see my video last week, it's about the communist leprechaun. Um, yeah, there's like a leprechaun that uh, shilled for the CCP or something. Yeah, yeah. you know. And to deny genocide. To, we, when we, we did the thing about the Xinjiang police files, they're absolutely irrefutable. Yeah, they've we both been, did a video on that. They've been verified. Yeah. But immediately you had uh, the, the CCP shills jumping out there trying to prove that it was false. But he chose the stupidest reason. It wasn't him. He's just parroting what someone else said. But he said that there were traditional Chinese characters, you know, within the document, mm. which of course they weren't. Mm -mm. So what happened was when the BBC made their like uh, multimedia pack about mm -hmm. it on their website, they opened up the documents because they're all Word were documents and some of the fonts were missing. Okay. They're actually, we, we, we actually, let's that. cover this next episode. Yeah. Oh, well, we can. Yeah. Uh, let's... Just because we'll do a little update because their, their deflection was Oh, yeah, there's, there's a huge amount of updates Font, as far as that's concerned. Right, Fontgate. Fontgate. Anyway, long story short, um, some of the fonts, because the BBC guy didn't have the official Chinese government font on his computer, mm. which is what was missing, um, got replaced with like generic Unicode fonts, yeah. um, which look different, but they're still, bit, yeah. they look a little bit different, like a little bit curlier read, or whatever. Yeah, but it's still simplified Chinese. So he circled around all the... These weird-looking characters said they were traditional Chinese, which yeah. proves that it's yeah. like a Taiwanese people right. writing it or something, which is garbage. It's so, absolutely wrong. It's so wrong. And it just proved that the guy, first of all, can't read Chinese, doesn't know yeah. the difference between traditional and, and um, simplified. And also just kind of proved that these were real documents because yeah. it, it was that font, the official Chinese government font that was missing. So, which I found by accident, by the yeah. way. I was like, let me open this and yeah, see if I have the font. Exactly. And it goes... Blah, 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 fun. Yeah. And I, I look it up and it's like used by the official Chinese government document. It's amazing. So anyway, uh, nickname, nicknamed him the communist leprechaun. Ah! Is that me gold? What the hell are you? I'm a leprechaun, me dear. Here. 
It's actually proven he is a leprechaun. And that, that's, a, that's been proven. Um, we actually had the official font. Yes. Or a leprechaun. Exactly. Yeah. And and he just happens to be incredibly short. So just well, that's that's not something we would make fun of. No, it just happens to just, be like I would that. make fun of him for being short because him. it's him. Not short people. No, of course no. not. But just him. Yeah. Make well, fun I mean, of him for d- being short. You deny a genocide. Because he's short-sighted. You're short-sighted because you don't realize that there is a <laughs> genocide happening. Yeah. Dude, uh, like some of my best friends are really short. I'm not tall myself. You know, that's the thing. Um, you know, our, our, uh, one good friend, he's kind of short, but that dude beat the crap out of me. Oh yeah. yeah he'd kick, he'd kick both <laughs> I'd never, ever make no. any kind of a quip about height around him no. he'd beat the crap out of all of us. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. I just thought it was a, a good way to, to kind of give him that nickname because it suits him so well. You know, and he's after the pot of gold from the CCP. You know, messaged me, speaking Who? of people that could beat me up, uh, crazy Eddie. Oh, cool! Yeah, he came out of the woodworks. Oh, nice! How's yeah. he doing? I don't know yet. Oh, I just, I just con- we got in contact. Super, super cool guy, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Anyway, let's uh, move on. Dude, bub. Yeah. Sorry, J- Jawas. Um, wow, they made Spy X Family funnier. Okay. I don't know anything I about that. Haven't watched that. Like, very popular good. apparently. Mm. Uh, David Lopan says, "Watch the CCP rebrand the lockdowns with a seemingly polite term like involuntary." They have. Yeah. Yeah, By the way, have. they've now said that you cannot use the word lockdown in no. the press in it's China. It's like how now. Russia banned the word war. You mm. can't say war. You go to jail now. You have to say special military operation. Yeah, it's the same it's thing. The same. Now it's they've got another word for it now. It's kind of like dynamic COVID. <laughs> yeah, some, you know, like some shit like this. But you can't say lockdown anymore. No, no you can't. No. Ava uh, Newtype says, born in Taiwan and live in New Zealand. I took my daughter and her friend, uh, both seven years old, to the library. Okay. They saw a magazine with Ukraine on it. The daughter friend said, Ukraine deserves it. I was shocked. Should I tell her? Um, don't talk about war. I don't think any kid needs to hear about war, but you can talk mm. about how human beings don't deserve to be treated like that in any no. situation. No. It doesn't have to be political. No, absolutely not. It's, it's I think just if, appalling. I'll be honest with you. Like I have heard of some people, um, not in our sphere, but like you know, that maybe our detractors or something, that bring their children into these discussions. Mm. And it's like, no kid no. under... 14 should be talking about any sort of governments. I mean, I, let your kids be I kids. will never impart any political never, anything on my daughter. No. It's up to her, first of all. And My daughter asked me about China and stuff. We talk about China. I, we read Chinese books together. We listen to Chinese songs together. We watch yep. Chinese TV and movies together. She doesn't need to know about any of this stuff. Yeah, I teach my, my kid Chinese yes. songs, you know, like yeah. Xiao Bai Tu, you know, that kind yeah. of thing, or... That type of nonsense, and we sing songs and That's read books. That's nothing to do with what we yeah, do. Yeah, what the hell? Like, poli- politics and children? Mm. Leave that for the grown-ups. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, we're trying to make a better world for everyone. Leave it for the weird uncle that comes around every once in a while. The guai shushu? Yeah, he can talk Ooh. politics. Oh, whichever like, one. in general. It's just always a weird uncle that has to, weird, yeah. has to get drunk and talk crap. And everyone's like, ah. It's just him again. Bill. Like, don't don't listen to your uncle, uncle Steve. Bill, yeah, Steve. whatever. Uncle so, you know, Jim. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That kind of thing. Yeah. No offense to my uncle, Bill, Jim, or Steve. Steve, yeah. (laughs) Um, It's not you. Nope. Uh, Never been there says, never been here says, what's your opinion on Chinese cooking demystified? I actually know him personally. Um, Yeah. Long, long time ago, met the guy. He's a nice guy. No, he's a nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. I like him. And uh, I actually had a meeting with him in a coffee shop when he was just before he started his channel and he wanted to ask me a lot of advice on how to start a YouTube channel and stuff. Um, I think he's a nice, a nice guy. I haven't watched this stuff recently, but he had a great idea and the way it was going forward looked fantastic. Yeah. So good stuff. Yeah. Uh, power shift heard of you, uh, either of you heard of the 
leaked PLA invasion plans for Taiwan in the past week. 140,000 hmm. soldiers, 950 boats, and 20 airstrips needed for invasion between July and October, said CCP is switching to a wartime economy. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the deal with that. If such a big, huge piece of news was true and verified, do you think, don't you think we would have reported on it? Probably, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. It's not that it's wrong. It's just we have had no one. We've had a lot of people trying to help us out, by the way. Yes. Um, you want to keep talking about this or you want to go on? No, no, no. Okay. No, so, I just wanted to see. Yeah, he's doing really well. Yeah, he's doing great. It's fantastic. Um, so listen to me. Yes. Here we go. Yeah. Not you. Yeah. Audience. It's not that it's not real. It's not that this leak is not real. If you've heard it on other channels or whatever, it could very well be real. We have had people and experts in the field, right, that can mm -hmm. do this stuff better than us. So you have Chinese people that do this, right? Mm -hmm. Trying to verify and match up voices, right, of generals, of people in the speeches, of the leaks, to people that have had speeches. Sure. We've had no one that's been able to do that, right? Yeah. So we can't just randomly talk about this leak thing if there's no proof that it's actually a legitimate sure. thing. It may very well be, Yeah. right? And if that's the case, it's probably leaked on purpose, to be honest. Sure. <clears throat> um, so there's no point in even <laughs> talking about it that from that perspective. But always, always take things with a pinch of salt if it's not verified. Right? Sure. We can't verify. It yeah, I mean, like, look with the Xinjiang police files, for instance. That's verified. That's, those were 100% verified, right. and so we're very confident to tell you about that. With things that we've seen with our own eyes, because quite often we'll make general statements about sure. China or about something that's going on in China, but that's because we've seen it, and we can Correct. actually tell you with if it confidence. Makes if it makes sense. Yeah, with confidence, yeah. We've seen that kind of thing happen before, so yes, it probably is true. So we can say that. However, when it comes to this something of this nature... Right. For us to go ahead and say, yeah, oh, yeah, well, yeah, that's definitely... Oh, I remember when I met that PLA general, yeah. you know. Uh, we, we can't do that. So we're, not, we're not. aware of it. We're still trying to figure out. And if we get some kind of verification of any kind, we'll let you know 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. But we do like to have as much integrity as possible. And we do not step outside of our comfort zone with yeah. what we feel like we can expertly talk on. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jin Wan Nee says there's a film coming out soon called Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. I heard oh, it's really? Be, yeah, you haven't seen that? Pull no, no. It's hilarious. Okay. Pull it up on Google. You'll Winnie see. the Pooh, Blood and Blood Honey. Honey. It's going to be a horror comedy now that copyright is open to the public. So the IP for Winnie the Pooh, well, yeah. the non-Disney repre representation of it. Oh, yeah. I've seen, yeah, yeah, I've so seen that, that, yeah. Is, is uh, run out. So oh. anyone can use the IP <laughs> as long as it doesn't look like the Disney one. Right, right, right. right. So I have a feeling that's going to be used. That's going to be very interesting. Mm. Sure. Shiro works as my first super chat. Thanks for all you do. Oh, thank you. It's only my time of the year to say this. Uh, it's my time of the year to say this, but the Japanese jazz band T-Square will never be known in China oh, for obvious reasons. I rec recommend their song Explorer. Actually, I'll, I'll put that up in a tab. I'll listen to it after the show. Yeah. T-Square, yeah. Before Obviously, Tiananmen Square. Um, Jiwani, any way to stop the CCP from ruining every movie? Very simple. It's happening already. We've already yeah. covered that. You get that. Yeah. Support movies that don't capitulate to China. Yeah. And, you know. and, I, and I think there is a huge shift happening. Mm. Now. Yeah. Which is great. Wing083. How does... And that's a good example of something we can verify, by the way. Mm. We know Hollywood insiders, yeah. actual executives that worked in the Chinese movie and American Hollywood sector and currently work there yeah. that say that there's a shift coming. So we can say, yes, there's a shift coming. Correct. Wing083. How does China handle their movies set before China became communist? Uh, where they originally used the Taiwanese flag Republic oh, there, of China. Oh, there was a huge controversy yeah. about that recently. With their, what was debate. it? The 88 or something. Mm -hmm. What was that thing called? They had some... Yeah, 81 or something. They like had that. some movie that was set during that time. Yeah. And they actually, like, 
blanked the flags out. So to to give you context, before 1949, the Republic of China, not the People's Republic of China, it was a different government, right? The Kuomintang. And their flag is the current flag of Taiwan. Now, unfortunately, unfortunately... Uh, 800, I think. 800, sorry. 800, yeah. Unfortunately, um, China wants to delete that part of its history. It's not that the, the Republic of China didn't exist. It's just that the... You know, the revolution took place to get rid of it, right? So the communists won, and that's like what you should be proud of. So it's part of modern history. It can't be censored, <laughs> right? Yeah. But in Chinese people agree. They're like, yeah, we were the Republic of China before the sure. Even if you're supportive of the PRC, the Gong Chandan, the Communist yeah. Party of China, you still acknowledge that it was the Republic of China pre 1949. Right. Yeah. But the CCP is so sensitive that they're even censoring their own flag of their own country. Yeah. I mean, if you look, I've just looked it up here. But before the release, in its like, um, you know, initial cut, they yeah. had the flag. Yeah. After the release, it's full of bullet holes and it's darkened, so and you they, can't they see get it. The sun. Yeah, you can't see it because they yeah. made it so dark, and then they made it full of bullet holes so that you can't see what it is. That's how insensitive they are. Yeah. I mean, how insecure. Yeah, insecure. Yeah. They're insecure and insensitive, to be both, honest. Yeah. Yeah. They're both. Yeah. All right. Cool. What do we got uh, next? Koala1203 says, I just heard that Tencent pulled their involvement of Top Gun Maverick midway in, into production, therefore being uncredited in the final version. That's fantastic. And look, Tencent is well, good. Tencent's involvement in it in the first place is why they That's did correct. that. Mm -hmm. You know, because Tencent being a Chinese company, I actually used to work for Tencent. I worked for Tencent for a number of years. Yeah. And I used to do their English corner and do other things for them sure. as well. Um Really nice people I met there. Fantastic. I can't speak highly enough of the the people, the actual employees that I used to interact with. Amazing. But it is a company that is beholden to the Chinese government, and they used to fight with that all the time. You know, it's not good. They, for them as a company too, because they were stifled all yes. the time by the Chinese government. They'd come in and say, "No, you can't do that. No, you can no longer license games because we're putting out a new mandate. Oh, you may not do this. You may not do that. Really annoying for them, right? But." They have to listen to what the Chinese government does or tells them to do, sorry. So, of course, if they're going to be funding, um, you know, a movie partially or be a producer, or be a part of it, there cannot be anything in that no. movie that goes against the no. Chinese government. Nothing. So Nothing I'm glad they got pulled out. Yeah. You know what? Stay in your wheelhouse. Yes. Go make more knockoffs of uh, ICQ. Go make another QQ. Go yeah. do something like that. Yeah. You know? Get, get out of the people's entertainment. Yeah. There's a really, by the way, for a Chinese company, it was really, really cool to work there. Because they kind of, they they knocked off the, the Google um, work mm. kind of atmosphere. So they used to have like, you'd walk in there and they'd have like free coffee machines and bean bags to sit on and pool tables and stuff. Um, that kind of cool kind of atmosphere. It was very yeah, high security like though. Yeah. But it was cool. Yeah. You get a little card, and you go get like that little coffee shop there. It was pretty sweet. I liked I liked working there. It was one of, in fact, the best place I worked for in China. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, David Lopan says, "Have you seen the short film Kung Fury?" That is finally, yes. David. That is something we have seen. Yes, <laughs> unlike of course. all of your other questions. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, saw that. It's funny. Stuff, it's yeah. great. Read Strip Matter. Uh, I promote Wulang Ye over Maotai. Absolutely, Wulang Ye is way better than Maotai for Baijiu. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe because the daughter of the president was a fellow student and friend, though. Wow, that's pretty interesting. That's cool. Um, that's really high up from Reed's. Uh, my favorite Baijiu was Lu Zhao Lao Jiao, which was, uh, it wasn't like grassy tasting. It was kind of sweet. Hongxing Er Guo Tao. That's the worst. Absolutely <laughs> disgusting. Are you joking? <laughs> to the head of the second pot. <laughs> yeah. The red star head of the second pot. That is pot. not what you want. 
That's literally cost five RMB for those yeah. little bottles that you could go downstairs and buy. 80 cents. Yeah, 80 cents. You it's get drunk just, for 80 cents. Yeah, it's... And it will it actually... You'll feel the inside of your throat flaking off, like the skin flecking off. You, you know what? I got to be honest with you. The best baijiu I ever tasted was that corn baijiu that we had when it was fresh. When it, Only when it was fresh. Fresh. When it wasn't fresh, now that downgraded to the worst baijiu I've ever <laughs> I had. agree. So, you know, in conquering Southern China, I don't know if you guys saw, but it was it was by happenstance. Um, you know, our producer wanted us to go to Malta. Malta factory. Actually, yeah. the Malta factory, which would have been a crappy, boring yes. corporate tour yeah. of... You know, Shit by a Joe, which of, is overpriced. Yeah. But luckily, you had a, an ex-student that lived yeah. in the area, and just by chance, you got a hold of her, and it turns out that she knew someone. nowhere. Dude, it was crazy. If you've seen Conquering Southern China, the footage is amazing. It's one of my favorite scenes. Yeah, we go up into the mountains, into this tiny village, Sweet and we, yeah, we find this guy who makes baijiu out of corn, and this whole village is deformed. <laughs> It really they is. Are, everyone there is a little wonky. Yeah. Okay, like eyes drinking, are a little bit like this. They're drinking hard liquor since they're three. Yeah. They give it to babies. They are. They're, everyone just drinks all yeah. the time. And they make their own liquor. Yeah. But they also don't seem to understand that you shouldn't be drinking the first bit that comes off because that they can really mess you up. But the that, first part. They, they love like, it so much. They were like, we're going to make sure you have it. Okay. Like, uh, Do you remember the bottle cap? Yeah. They it's give like us this a bottle cap. filthy bottle cap filled with grime yeah like it they just scoop the dirt and then like yeah. sugar and they, the guy like takes another they've just finished like doing the distillation it's like 5 a.m like, it's and it's the first thing first time they they open the spigot and out comes a little bit of this stuff and like drink it we drank it like mm, that's actually really it's nice actually great it was amazing it tasted yeah. great but actually everybody that i spoke to afterwards is like why did you do that yeah that's the stupidest yeah. thing. nobody ever drinks the first like thing that comes out of a, one of those homemade still type things, you will go blind. Yes. Anyway, that tasted amazing because it was it made was out great. of corn. It, it was wasn't warm. made out of sorghum, it was corn. No. Yeah, corn. it was amazing. And then we thought it was so great, we bought a whole bunch of bottles yeah. from him, right? Well, I mean, just to support. Yeah, that. yeah, but also but we, we actually yeah. liked it. So we, and we put oh, it. I remember we missed the plane. It <laughs> just like, it ended up all getting smashed. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's a different Long thing. Story, yeah. Um, we got robbed. Basically. Yeah, yeah, we did. Not, we actually, not basically, we got robbed. Yeah, we got robbed. Somebody smashed our car yeah. window and stole the tripods, you know. Yeah. In, anyway, uh, long story. Yeah, anyway. So we put all these things in the car, right? Which And we carried them around for the rest of this massive, long ass trip everywhere, right? They took up space. In the space. gear car, yeah. Yeah, in the gear car. And then we decided one night we're going to crack one open and drink it. It was disgusting. It was horrible. It was the worst. It was the, we were like, it was what are we doing? We couldn't yeah. drink it. No, it's just terrible. Remember we, we had some of the other subscribers, like we met some Chinese subscribers on the way and we had them drink it and they were like, mm, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, you don't have to drink that. Yeah. <laughs> it was really... Oh, it was terrible. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, Pete Tran, get David House off in the Great Wall of China. Yeah, yeah that'd be interesting like in the... On the Berlin Wall. Yeah. Aaron, it was like it a light-up jacket or whatever. Yeah, have him do that again. Mm -hmm. Zinsky, Jennifer Zeng, oh, Zeng, mm -hmm. and others release audio files suggesting CCP iron war mobilization on uh, for Taiwan. Real? Murky? False? Are you aware? We talked just Yeah, that's, about that. we just spoke about that. Doc Slothington, speaking of Sega Saturn. Thank you. Old Doc back again. Let me know when y'all need more pulled cream candies. They make different flavors. That's probably the most delicious candy I've ever had in my life. Yeah, it was very sweet, though. But it's so good. It is. You it's so good. It. Yeah, it was amazing. And we would love some, Doc. We would absolutely my do my daughter called it out. called it yummy chalk. Yummy chalk. Yeah, because yeah. it had powdered sugar on it. Yeah. yeah. It's really nice. Delicious. Mm -hmm. uh, my friends say I'm lying when I say China has more slaves than the U.S. did right now. Uh, is on track to beat 40s Germany. Thanks for providing truth. Pleasure. 
Filipino white boy says the that plane is a P three Orion. It's actually an American plane. That's what I was saying. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's the airframe anyway. Yes. But they they made it into Aurora. You know, yeah. they added that special Canadian, sprinkled some Canadian you knowness on it and made it an Aurora. Yeah, yeah. But they did. It's a very special. Canada does plane. a lot of stuff better than America, like yeah. Niagara Falls. You can go to the New York side or the Canada side. You don't want to go to the New York side. Okay, it's horrible. Really? Yeah, go to the Canada side. <laughs> okay. Great. No, but seriously, they they did Canadianize it and made it very specialized. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I used to love Canada. I used to go up there. Like you I used to, so you don't anymore. What? You said you used to love Canada. No, I meant like when I went there all the time because <laughs> oh, I lived near Canada. Okay, right. But I would go up there all the time. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Noah says, actually, East Germans close to the border could receive Western broadcasts on their TVs. However, Knight Rider was shown on early cable TV. That's cool. <clears throat> yep. Uh, Luce, Lucia Kraus, 2007 is recent. It is when it comes to that equipment. <laughs> yeah. 2007, we had yeah. some, we had like equipment, like real flat panel, you know, monitors and stuff. We didn't have yeah. to have like 1970 CRTs. No. You know no. what I'm saying? That's some Jetson shit. Yeah. And like, seriously, just the <laughs> color of everything in there is all that brown yeah. and orange. Is that like it is 70s? It is. Yeah. Um, Rupan RX. Says the real Canadian pride is the slow birds. I mean, snowbirds. Right. Marit Stripmetter says that plane looks right out of Dust Boot. Yeah, Dust Boot. Alec Misham Arsh, as we know. <laughs> yeah. It's not the a nice troll. thing to say. Yeah. The CCP banned Black Back to the Future series in China as well because they think those movies can make Chinese people hypothesize under KMT. <laughs> I was just about to say, I didn't think yeah. they banned it. I think, I'm pretty sure I saw it and I saw. Well, the, the bootlegs, anyway. Yeah, of course. Yeah. The bootlegs, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Dylan Rules 22. Dang, I miss the stream. I prefer video essays. Will there be any? Great content, by the way. Take my money. Thank you very much, of course. Oh, thanks. Mark Carl. The Queen is the head of state of Canada. Yep, still. Mm. It's true. Eve 2. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Absolute Zero. Let it be known that Winston beat up a karate master and finessed his black belt. You did finesse your black belt. I did. And I did. I won it fair and square. Yeah. Ghost Wolf Declassified. How do Chinese people feel about the PLA? Is the PLA <laughs> revered by the Chinese people or are they indifferent? Oh, a lot of people think it's like a lower end thing to get into. Yeah, but I mean, like, uh, I know that people, they do have all those military magazines, all the oh, kids look up to There's it. a sect. There's a yeah. certain group of people that definitely think it's awesome. Huh. There's also a group of people that think it's kind of like low class because it's like people that go, according to a lot of people, it's like people that couldn't get use the good connections to like get a good job get, to get into university yeah. actually that is true because the worship of education in china is real it supersedes right? pla absolutely and i feel like if you have failed in fact that's what they say about the olympic people yeah is that if you have failed and you you're either too poor so yeah. you cannot get into university because you're too poor you cannot get good education so your only shot at doing anything great is to be handpicked by these olympic scouts and then you get put into like Olympic University, which yeah. basically is just a torture for the rest of your life yes. to become a good athlete. Or you can get into the army, yeah. into the PLA. That's so right. yeah, it's true. And if you fail at everything else, you can always end up there. Yeah. Mm. Black Halo 6, thank you very much. Says Canada's out in the Pacific making sure North Korea doesn't evade UN sanctions. While the UN makes the North Korean the president of the Nuclear Disarmament Conference. No joke. It's a really? weird situation. It's very, it? very weird. Birdie Lean. According to the Canadian pilots, the Chinese pilots flipped them the bird. Yeah, that's, right. that's what we said. Yeah. Like Yellow 6, I swear we live in a simulation. Rattel says, just like in 2001, the Hainan Island incident, a Chinese pilot named Wang Wei bumped a uh, U.S. Navy, uh, Navy Air spy plane. Looks similar looking to the Aurora. 
Mm. You have to do chef's kiss every time a reward comes out. That's right. Dumani says the CCP slash PLA is reckless. If they did what Canada considers an attack under international law, it would be considered as an attack on every NATO country. Mm-hmm. That's correct. Mark Carl, Royal Canadian Air Force trains a lot with hot air balloons, lol. Do they? Do they? I mean, is that just you making that up? It's David Lopan says plaf is the sound of a CC plane, CCP plane hitting the ground. <laughs> Only yeah. if they eject and the people yeah, are yeah, safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Laughing Man says, did you see Wuhan was working on monkeypox as well? I have not looked into that properly yet. David Neufeld, in 2001, China lost a jet that struck a U.S. P-3 Orion while buzzing it. P-3s are similar to Aurora's. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. P-3 had to land in Hainan. Mm. I may have had equipment from my previous company on it. I actually oh. met, a, weirdly enough, met a PLA guy yeah. that was had something to do with that. Like, I met him at a gym. Okay. He owned a gym, but he was like PLA. And he was talking about how he ended up having to hang out with U.S. Air Force. Uh, and they like, he thought it was really weird because they wouldn't accept his cigarettes when they handed it. And he was explaining to me like, you, you're a good American. You know to take a cigarette, even though I didn't smoke at the time. He's, you know, you know to at least take one from me. But the Americans I met in Hainan, they didn't take any cigarettes from me. Well, he thought it was really rude. Well, think about it because there could be a, a device like a tracking device. I or don't like need a, to answer me. I'm just saying yeah. like, that's what he said. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was not very happy with them. No, I mean, that's even me as a non, I've never smoked my entire life. You take, you but take when you're in China, people offer cigarettes and I would sometimes pretend to puff on them or I'd just or put them behind my yeah. ear, you know, yeah. like a real scumbag, you know, walk around like that. It is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Marit Stripmetter says, what do you think of the chances that in order to save face, Beijing would turn their eyes from Taiwan to Serbia, given Russia's occupation in the West. Mm. Um, I mean, they already are kind of in Serbia. There's mm. a lot of like police cooperation. Mm. I don't know. I can't. I can't answer with faith on that. No. The, yeah, I don't think that it happened. To be honest, David Lopan <clears throat> says 100%. They buzz in order to go to an impulsive return fire, mm-hmm. so they can call it an act of war, like a bully who pushes a nerd until they punch first. In a way, yeah. It could be that. Thank you, uh, Taiwan. Appreciate it. Jim Wani says, China frequently hacks and steals from the U.S. defense industries like Lockheed Martin, Raytheon, and Northrop Grumman. When will the U.S. government sanction them? I don't, yeah. I don't get Yeah, actually, that. my video that I'll be releasing tomorrow morning has quite a lot to do with that. Cool. <clears throat> Hammond, Canada, the land of maple syrup and 90s technology. <laughs> 90s? I feel like that stuff's from the 70s, and maybe even 50s and 60s, yeah. some of it. The bezel on those TVs is 50s. Oh, big time. It's, yeah, it's like if you've ever, ever played like Fallout 4 yeah. or something. It's like you tune in, it's like, <laughs> yeah. mommy, the program's on. <laughs> Today on Pirates versus <laughs> the Space Alien. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite. <laughs> this, but those things can't take color, though. They'll be mommy, black and white, mommy, green and white. Go bring out the black. tomato aspic <laughs> and, and potato chips. Yeah. Honeymoon Band. I love, I love you guys. I need a shout out. Shout out to Honeymoon Band. Thank okay. you very much. We made a music video for the anniversary of uh, Tiananmen Square. Oh, cool. I'll see if I can find it. Uh, we'd love to get your opinion. If you'd like, you can use it for the show. The song is called Tank Man. Honeymoon what? Bad? Honeymoon. Honeymoon bad? Bad? Band. Band. It's called Tank Man. Tank Man. I'll definitely throw it in the show if it's. Uh, if you guys did a good job. I'm sure you guys did. Let's see. Uh, uh, I've muted everything so we can't yeah, hear Yeah, we'll, we'll check it out afterwards. That's cool. We can see you on the stage. Looks pretty cool. Yeah, we'll let you know. Yeah, and we Thanks. might we might use it in the next show. Thank you for that. As long as you guys don't copyright strike us. Yeah. But thank you. Appreciate that. And as long awesome. as it's not it. like what do you call that speed core or something. 
I don't think it's speed court. No, I know it's not. Just kidding. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks, Honeymoon Ben. Yeah. And yeah, we will give you a shout out uh, right next now. Episode. <laughs> we'll shout ben. you out now. Yeah. We'll re- listen to the song and, and shout you out next episode. Play sure. a little clip. Sure. Uh, Walter Deadman, the one day I'm not not at work listening to this and I'm still out. Well, we should broadcast Clam Man over the radios as a counter to the Jets. Stay awesome. Oh yeah, we should. Where is he? He's like. <laughs> yep. I feel like I have to throw this in as well. <laughs> just, just for the hell of it. Yeah. Jimani says, considering the pandemic, no country should owe China anything after incurring the cost of COVID. All debts should be considered paid in full. I'm not disagreeing with you there. Me neither. QR. Uh, hey, guy, hi, guys. As my stocks have been doing great recently, I'm sending you some beer money. Here's some proper check. Have some proper check Pilsner on me. Thank you very oh, much. That's a that's great awesome. number, by the way. Yeah, lovely. Eight, 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 eight. Yeah. Nice. Very cool. Thank you. Jade Leo, tomorrow on June 4th, they're unveiling a new CCP virus statue at Liberty Sculpture Park oh, this time. Excellent. This time made of better material. Awesome. That's great. Hey, if anyone can get footage of that, yeah, please, so that we can show everybody sure we'll next week. Somebody. Yeah, I'm sure someone will do it. But if you happen to be there, please take a clip yeah, on like your phone right, or something. Yeah, right afterwards yeah. if you can. That'd be amazing. Thank you. Rob Spunk says, I want to say a lot of, I've seen a lot of um, ugly anti-Chinese racism online mm. recently. Might be a good time just to remind people who our common enemy is. Love to you both. Absolutely. Yeah. Communist Party of China. This has nothing to do with the Chinese people. They, no. don't, they don't get a say in this. Oh, way. and don't pull that whole thing that like, oh, Chinese, there's so many Chinese people that are part of the Communist Party of China. Obviously, we're not including people that sign up to the party. We're talking about the actual decision makers, the people up there that are forcing yeah. all the nasty things and doing all the nasty and things. And are hurting Chinese yeah. people. They hurt Chinese people the most out of everyone. Yes. So, yes. We are 100% when we criticize China and we use the word China, we are referring to the Communist Party of China. Unless it's in a positive way and we're referring to the good parts yes. of the country. It's just like when you say, if you say America bombs Iraq, right? Right. If you say China, we get it. China does this. That's the same thing. When I say America bombs Iraq, I'm not saying like you as an American bombed Iraq. I'm saying like the powers that be. Yes in the military industrial complex or whatever crap it is why does that sound like a mall or something to me like it's a, it's a complex <laughs> the right military industrial it's like, complex let's go there it's like it just sounds like they oh you a, go there they have there. a good uh, auntie ann's pretzel there yeah exactly yeah. you just go in there and there's like stuff to buy it's a big complex you it's know it's a big complex yeah they got military stuff and so they got yeah, indus- they industry you industry got a little bit of industry yeah you want to buy some like PVC rebar pipe. or something yeah. yeah anyway the fact of the matter is that's what we mean when we say China. We mean the powers that be yes. that make these disgusting decisions, not the average man on the street. And we always remind you guys of that. Yeah. Uh, without Rem one forty five says, without our guns, despite the downsides, we would be China. You mm. think our lev- You think we would let a government lock us in a cage for years? I'm going to disagree with that. Mm. Um, I'm not anti-gun completely, mm. um, but yeah, I, I don't think we would be China. No, it wouldn't be China for sure. Username, yeah. please check the quality of your Jilin connections. You keep stating all of Jilin is locked down. Absolutely not. I have picture, video pictures and live FaceTime to prove that from my girlfriend. I love the show. Yeah, no, it's not that the quality of the Jilin connections are bad. It's that a lot of Jilin is locked down. We yeah. shouldn't, shouldn't have said it all. Sure. Shouldn't have said it all. James007, I think Clan Man would be a good call sign for one of those Chinese pilots who harassed the Aurora. Oh, you mean this? <laughs> yeah, I think so too. Nihak Robin, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Joseph Van Longeveld, appreciate you guys' show and individual channels as well. Thank you. Uh, very important to do the work that you are both are doing, even if it does meet a lot of challenges. Can we get a projection? Projection! 
Absolutely. Of course, again. Thank you. Appreciate Jimani, that. P- PRC has no authority to be in the UN Security Council mm-hmm. when it was the KMT as a signatory party. CCP should have been considered an irrelevant third party. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Ovik Arnian. Winston, can you say the name of that South African gnome or whatever? I just love the way you say it. Thank you and good Sure. Time. So Kabouterki. Mm-hmm. So Kabouter. Kabouter is, is a gnome. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a very um, popular television show, Afrikaans television show for kids. This is getting deep. Here it's we go. called uh, Liva Hexi, which is, means lovely witch. It's the worst thing <laughs> I've ever seen. If you want to look it up, it's it's actually just gives me nightmares. Yeah. It's so it's bad. It's kind of spooky and bad. Yeah. And um, it's about like this this lovely witch. So called. it's kind of like a bit of a dumb. She's like a dumb witch. Dumb witch. And she has like these kabouterki friends. Okay. A kabouter. A kabouterki is a small Kabouter, because small note. When you add key to something, it just makes means it's like a little thing, like or like shell. a cute little thing, yeah, or a little, little little thing. Yeah. So her friend is called Blomi Kabouter, which means flower gnome, I guess. And uh, it's it's the most hideous thing you've ever seen. Yeah. Anyway, huh. whenever I think of certain demographic in South, Africa, very certain there's a very certain demographic in South Africa, and I just picture that that you know that gnome. It's just perfect. What demographic? Is it's that? a very specific demographic. Dutch people? No, not at all. Hmm. A subset within. Hmm. A subset within. Like kind of, you know, like in America, you can think rednecks. Sure. And when you Sorry think about rednecks, when yeah. you think rednecks, you can think of like a screaming eagle bandana or something like sure. that. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. There's always something. That, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So when I think of a very sub, like a subset of the like the red, rednecks, the redneck Afrikaans people, like very like. Then I could I the think of the original Dutch settlers. No, like the I'm just joking. The actual rednecks within yeah, that you. subset, you know, yeah. um, the kind that say I'm gonna wear my jean pant on a Friday, and then they go out and they just get drunk and beat Fight. people up. Yeah, that kind. And Blommy Kaboter, that Kaboterki, that kind of represents them. Nice. Yeah. Sorry about that tangent. No, I, I love this. <laughs> it's the kind of people where you sit around and swear like they're the worst in the world. You're at a bar, and you, this is just how it is in South Africa. You're at your bar, you get in there, or the club, and you're sitting down, and you're having a drink, and somebody's staring at you, and just staring at you. And you look at them, and they're like, what you looking at? And then you just say, nothing. You're calling me nothing. You know, and then they'll come out and try to fight. I really can't stand those people. That's not, that or, is not my kind of party. Or they'll be there, and they'll have a girlfriend or something, and then they'll get the girlfriend to come, like, talk to you or whatever. And then you look at them or you're like, they'll ask you something like, can you hand me something? You like, look at them. And then they're like, hey, you're chaffing my chick. You know, you're looking at my woman or something. And you're like, no, what? She's not good enough for you. She's not pretty enough for you. You know, that kind of thing. Start a fight. Like, oh, my fucking word. Sorry. But these, that, that specific, that specific. Rednecks. Yeah. That specific group. Yeah. Little kaboturkis. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. <I guess laughs> Let's so. move on. Norman mm. uh, Norman Ferris says, given the current rumors, would Li Keqiang be a better than a lot better than Xi Jinping, or only a little, a lot, lot. better, a lot better. Li Keqiang is actually. I'm not gonna. I will never say CCP officials are good, but mm. absolutely hand over fist better yep. than Xi Jinping. Yeah, way way better. Uh, Amanda B, thank you very much for support. Uh, Jumani Ambassador Zhang Jun should be tried as a war criminal at The Hague, just like the Ambassador Vasily Nabinzia should go to the ICC. Shooter Down Under, I think you should watch the documentary UN Me as it exposes the corruption within the UN and why you can't rely on it. Hammond, yeah. Great Elong Ma. Elong yeah. Ma. Yes. Dragon of Renewable Coal. <laughs> <laughs> the 
dragon of renewable coal. That's kind of funny. Sneaky Doltian, pull up uh, Chen Wei Hua's reply to Elon Musk tweet. He tries to throw the U.S. under the bus. Can you pull that up? Sure. Let's see. Chen Wei Hua. Yeah, let's see. The man. Kyle Iyaheya. Uh, Thank you very much. Jim Flag says, how's the Trans Am? Oh, it's great. Thank you. Uh, always working on it. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. Jay the Earp, you guys see the state of play yesterday? Yes, uh, we, I, we watched the trailer for Final Fantasy 16. I'm psyched for the Resident Evil 4 remake. Did they even have to make a remake for Resident Evil 4? Yeah, it seems a bit odd. You know, you know what I played is the VR version, which is fantastic, except they removed a bunch of I stuff. I would throw up if I played that. I can't <laughs> do it. I, I can do VR, but I can't like walk That's forward. one of the better VR oh, cool. um, experiences, to be honest. Nice. I can't find this thing right okay. now. We'll, we'll look for it next time. Uh, simp for clan man says will someone tell Elon Musk simp. he's got to understand China oh yeah for sure I will Elon you gotta understand China <laughs> yeah. yes you do yeah. Jay the Herb, I have a movie recommendation for you check out Ice Pirates <laughs> Ice Pirates Pirates on Ice I don't know uh, it's both ridiculous and entertaining Byron Zulueta oh dude if it's in, from the 80s it's gotta be good 1984 in distant future in a distant future scarce of water hmm. okay could it's be like good precious water post-apocalyptic i, I love this kind of 80s schlock stuff, yeah. i love it it's literally the uh freaking font from freaking uh, what's it called i don't know uh crusaders of the lost art oh yeah it is isn't it freaking indiana jones it's it like does. the same thing yeah Anyway, what was that? That some something or other in the Forbidden Zone. That's also one of those. Looks know. like that to me. Okay. Uh, Guinness money. Have fun. Thank you very much, Byron. Vertim GTS. Keep up the good work, you too. But don't let CCP shenanigans blind you to the real issue at hand here. Yeah, space My... space hunter in the Forbidden Zone. Oh, okay. That's another one of those awful but good. Vitrium anyway. says the real issue at hand is not the CCP stuff, right? Okay. It's my original copy of Panzer Dragoon Saga will keep gaining in value if you keep mentioning <laughs> Sega Saturn. Well, if he has an original yeah. version of that, wow. that's like the most sought after one. Can we borrow it? <laughs> Can we borrow it? Please? No, dude, like even putting it in shipping will devaluate, you know? Dude, I want it. Yes. Uh, we'll never get it. It's okay. We just can't afford it. We'll play it anyway. No, we won't. <laughs> we'll get the legitimate copy and play it for real. Sure we, will. Mm-hmm. we will mm-hmm. we will yes sure i remember winston said that you would look into solar power cctv to deter vandalism at liberty sculpture park did mm. you solve the problem they actually put some yeah. stuff up there yeah now, i did contact people about it yes. and they, they said they're working on it yeah, i think they did by the way um some of the solar power stuff works really really well these days yeah, but the the issue is having an internet connection. Yeah, you gotta have an internet connection. Yeah, but there's like SIM card stuff. You yeah, do. you do. You get David Lopan says meatloaf. His name was Robert Paulson. Was mm. it really though? I actually don't know. Ed Gargas, uh, Ed Edgaras says Lithuanian citizens literally cr- collected five million euros to buy TB2 Bay Rectar drone to Ukraine. It won't stop uh, being based. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's Lithuania great. Lithuania is amazing. Yeah, great Kyle, place. Yeah, hey, yeah. Thank you very much. Carlos says, good morning from Bangkok, where it's Dragon Boat Festival this weekend. And happy Dragon Boat Festival to everyone out there. Yeah, that's right. Also, you know, in China, too. Yeah, in Taiwan, it was uh, yesterday. Yeah, China yesterday, too. No. Wasn't it? No, it's today. Is it today? Yeah. It's Duangwu Jie today? It is. Better eat Zongzi. Yeah, actually, we are going to have Zongzi. Oh, you are? Yeah. Okay, cool. I think I probably 
I think my wife gave some to your wife. Okay, then I guess I'll be having some too. Tony Tung, now we have She-Hulk, female Thor, Supergirl. When are we going to have Little Merman? Merman. That's a good point. Akronos. I escaped from China by hiding in the wheel of a tractor trailer. By the journey's end, I was disoriented. Okay. Is that true? That's incredible. We love to tell your story. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, I don't believe it, but that's great. But if it's true, we'll tell your story. Yeah. Miss Soy Sauce, have you ever tried Mountain Dew's Flame and Hot Flavor? Did you hear about that? So Sounds terrible. Her co- two worker co- uh, co-workers tried to drink it. It fell hilariously. It's like Hot Cheetos flavor. Mountain Dew. Mm. How horrible is that? It's spicy. See, I'll be honest with you. This is the part of America that I think is just ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Okay, like all of this kind of like when I look at this can, I'm just did like I, that is just. Did that's... I ever tell you the, the cereal story? No. Oh, so I was having, I don't, I don't know if I've ever told this on, on stream. I was having a chat with some British friends. Right? right. So we're all sitting around. We're in uh, Hong Kong together, I think. Right. And we're just chatting and they're like, why do you guys have such ridiculous stuff? Right? Yeah. And I'm like, what do you mean? And they're like, I remember one time I went to the States and you guys had like a hundred different cereal brands. Like we yeah. have like five. Yeah. And I was like, bullshit. You guys must have more. And they're like, we eat like Alpin. It's like some shit health food stuff. And they're showing me what they had, and I was like, "This is terrible." You're like Weetabix. Yeah, like some sh- horrible stuff Weetabix, like that we'd yeah. have from the twenties or something. Sure. And I'm like, "All right, fair enough." Like we have a lot of different cereals, and we take cereal quite seriously. And they're like, "But it's outlandish. Like you don't need that much choice." Sure. And we started getting into it, and <laughs> I was thinking about it, and they were like, "You had like Cru- Captain Crunch, but then you had Captain Crunch with like berries in it. Captain yeah. Crunch berries, it's yeah, called." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, so what? Like, yeah. And they were like, it's like a rainbow vomit in there. Like, it's just crazy looking. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, that's not that wild, you know? And they're like, pull up pull up all the different cereals. So I'm looking through and I'm reading them off. And I'm like reading them off to the British people. And I'm like, yeah, Captain Crunch, Crunch Berries. Then they had Oops All Berries. Yeah. <laughs> which, and there's lore behind it. Okay. Where like Captain yeah. Crunch is like making the mixture perfectly. Right. He's like, oh no. Like the like, lever only, breaks off. Only the berries get in there. Oops All Berries. Then I'm reading through and I'm, we're all dying laughing. Right. Because there's, there's more. Then there's Oops All Cocoa Donuts. <laughs> and there's lore about that. Like a donut fell on the machine or something and made it all yeah, into yeah, chocolate yeah. donuts here. Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. And we're just reading through this and I was dying laughing because I yeah. realized this is this is out. It is. It's stupid. It's absolutely It's like insane. that time we had that KFC, which was like a gla- donut, two donuts with a chicken. Yeah, I mean, breast. we're eating a chicken, san- a fried chicken sandwich in 110 degree heat. <laughs> In the buns were deep fried donuts. Yeah, glazed, donuts. sticky, dripping. We were eating with a syrup. donut chicken sandwich. It was like that's got to stop. Yeah, it's still when I think about that it makes me nauseous. <laughs> it's one of the worst <laughs> things I've ever eaten. Yes. Yeah, but that's and we've eaten cow shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Maybe anyway, we've eaten wasps. We have. We've eaten all sorts of. Somehow I ate that a rat. Thing was worse. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was. It was. Anyway, uh, Miss Soy Sauce, thank you very much, uh, Leo. Do you guys think the current Chinese problem has something to do with the Chinese culture itself? Um, I'd say the in, it seems to be influenced on Chinese culture. Because yeah. you have a lot of great Chinese you culture. You have to always take a look at places like Taiwan and Hong Kong to see how countries um, that are not constrained by the Communist Party of China, not Hong Kong so much anymore, yeah. but how they deal what, with things. It, okay, yeah. Because um, Chinese culture is far closely far more closely observed in taiwan for instance like all of the culture and tradition 
you can see the temples, you can see the beliefs that people have yeah. over there. You can see all the yeah. traditions really in front of your eyes. Right. So if you want to see Chinese culture, best to look at Taiwan, actually, to see yeah. it more realistically. Because the CCP went on a mission, Mao Zedong went on a mission to destroy and remove Chinese tradition and culture out of society. And he did it, you know. It's, it's, very, it's a very spiritually hollow place, mainland China. Sure. Okay, and it's, I'm not saying that to be mean or to do anything. It's just the absolute truth. There is very little in the way for people who are seeking something spiritual in their lives. All you have really are your monetary goals, you know, and educational goals and being successful and health and family. You've got that. Yeah. But when it comes to actual spiritual development and faith, there is none to find in mainland China. So that... Erasing that out of society really changes things a lot. It does. You know? Uh, Leo goes on to recommend a channel called Ku uh, Lun Xu Si Yuan, which is mm-hmm. in Chinese, but it observes problems from an interesting aspect, apparently. I've okay. Heard of that. Uh, FPV Maker says, guys, there's a few uh, Brazilians moving to live in China. They're making Instagram and Twitter content showing the, only the good part of China. Uh, this one is followed by Brazil's Chinese embassy. Do you see this movement? Can you send us that? We'd yeah, love to see that. It. I'm very aware of the ones coming from the UK recently. Yeah, we've seen it from all over the place. It's kind we've of seen little baby accounts, and they all have the same big parent mm-hmm. always in the comment section. We know where they're coming. From. Yep, yep, yeah. Misato Katsuragi, mm-hmm. thank you very much. Nathan eighty seven just out of interest. Did a quick graph of Elon's data per capita per GDP. Here are the results. Okay. Okay, I'm going to pull that up, Nathan. I'm going to pull that up. You kind of have to get rid of the spaces. Yeah. Let's see what this is. Are you sure this isn't like a malware? No, I know that I know that guy. Don't worry. Okay. I know Nathan. There we go. Um, cool. We'll pop that up. Yeah. Why do you want to show notifications? Huh? Huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll uh, take a look at that later and put it in the next show if it's cool. Thank you, Nathan. Yeah, we will. Mm. Uh, Varun Shandar says, if the companies will still be investing into China, even after the documented proof of genocide, it shows that we have learned nothing from history. Absolutely. And it just shows that there is no morality and all this fake morality that these companies put out whenever, whether it's got to do with, I don't know, gay rights or women's rights or, you know, Native Americans or, you know, any kind of plight of anyone's rights when they brand that out there and throw it out there like they really care about it. If they still allow genocide of a cultural and ethnic minority in China, it shows you that they don't care about any of those other issues. That's yeah. just a selling point for them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So you have to look at it and see like where their true colors really lie. Sure. You know? Mune says, what are some good alternatives to merchandise suppliers, alternatives from websites such as Alibaba? Well, I mean, that's the thing. Um, you have to search. You, yeah, have, you to. have to make those personal connections. You absolutely have to. You have to decide, I want to get a toaster oven and look at what's out there. And yes, the one that's made in, in I don't know, Switzerland or something is going to be much more expensive. But you know what? You'll keep it for the rest of your life. It'll last for a very long time. And it's some something you can feel good about not supporting um, the, the Communist Party of China for buying. David Lopan says, how can I send these gentlemen some DVDs? You can send them by carrier pigeon, drop mm. them in cent- central PA, they'll find us. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, like Misham Arsh. By the way, David, I don't want to see the movies you're recommending. <laughs> a lot of them, at least. We scare the yeah. shit out of me, dude. I'll be honest with you, David. You scare the shit out of me. 
<laughs> Let me some arts. You guys should do a collab with Christopher Rehag. He's a friend of the friend of yeah. uh, well, maybe not a friend of the channel, but we know him. Yeah, I talk to him uh, on Twitter a lot. We can say nice friends. Yeah, yeah. I like him. I like his content too. Sure, I watch him. Great guy from Germany who walked across China long. I I wanted to say not friend of the channel because I don't want to put those words in his mouth in case sure. he doesn't want to endorse. Yeah, maybe maybe say. he secretly hates us. Yeah, who knows? knows. But, but I like him. Yeah. I think he's a great guy. He's a, he's a good guy and he speaks fantastic Chinese and he understands what's going yes. on in China. I will actually watch a lot of his videos. Yeah. He walked across China long ago. He's walking around the world at the moment. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, and he despises the CCP. He does most of his content in Chinese, which is great. Yeah. Um, and I do it to keep brush up a little bit. His Chinese yeah. is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Wing zero eighty three. Will you guys ever review some cringe Chinese movies, like a Chinese version of Top Gun? We absolutely will. Yeah, and you we know do. we're always throwing these we things do. in, like this this junk. We'll live in the fame. <laughs> you know, yeah. we're always looking for those, and we've got a couple of good recommendations. Ding Wong is probably our favorite. Yes, yes. Why don't we have any sound bites of that? We should. Oh yeah, that's something we we need to put in there. I'll yeah, make a will. note. I'll okay, make a cool. note. Uh, Bez, that Aurora. Looks just like a Lockheed P3, all right. Because it is. <laughs> but it's the Canadian variant. Right. Uh, Varun Shandar says, Winston, did you ever watch or play cricket growing up in South Africa? <laughs> Unfortunately, no, he didn't. Yeah, I mean, I did. I didn't watch it. Yeah, um, yeah, I did uh, when I was very young because everybody plays cricket and stuff in oh, school. Okay, I mean, yeah. In school, I did it's very, like we very briefly like try i suck really bad i'm not good at that i'm not good at sports in general probably due to my lack of interest in them sure. to be fair yeah. but i did the whole knee pad thing and you know stood up there you put on a ball box or whatever and did i did the, wick, did you bat the wicket you don't bat wickets oh. but you, you bat in front of the wicket mm. yeah um and then you run back and forth yeah and i've <laughs> i've failed miserably at the sport but you know all my all my friends growing up used to play sure. it and stuff so i've played it but i don't like it it's like floor baseball yeah <laughs> Something like that, yeah. Yeah, it is. Anyway. Either way, yeah. So I, I'm very familiar with the game. Sure. But not play, yeah. not really care about it, to be honest. You, he, you know enough. You actually explained it to me the yeah. other day. And now mm -hmm. I kind of understand it. Yeah. Uh, Ari says, Seamilk, if you're going to do coverage on South Korea's new president's attitude on China, please check your Twitter DMs. It might be able to help. Cheers cool. for all you do. Stay awesome. Yeah, thanks. Um, I'm looking into that right now. I do geopolitics stuff. So You know, by the way, speaking of cr cricket, you know what cricket helped me out a lot? Hmm is when I went to India. Yeah. Because, you know, that's it's a strange it's a strange phenomenon that all ex-British colonies love, love cricket. cricket. So whether it's India, More South Africa, New Zealand, Australia, all that, it's all about cricket. So it's a common talking point and yeah. it's a good way to start a conversation. Yeah. So when I would just randomly speak to some uh, guys in India, you know, they well, where are you from? South Africa and then we could talk a little bit about cricket. The problem is, I know nothing about cricket. <laughs> so they'd always be like, oh, yeah, you know, what do you think about so-and-so so yeah. from from uh, the South African team? I'm like, yeah, he's really good. Like, I really hope he does well in the next And they're dinner. like, oh, he sucks. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, like, I didn't know. So no. I actually had to look up on my phone yeah. and try to get some lore of South African sure. cricket. <laughs> it helps. And in fact, just the other day, I was in the library with my kid. And there was a uh, an Indian father. There was his kid, my yeah. kid, and his and and his kid got got along well. They're sure. playing around, and yeah. so we got to talking where you're from and stuff. South Africa. It's like, oh, cricket, you know. And again, I was like, oh, <laughs> shit, can I remember? But I mean, that that information's sure. out of date, you know. So he's just like talking All about those players are dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just talking about someone. And again, I had to revert to the whole like, oh yeah. But it's nice when you've got it something is. in common no, to at least great. talk about. You for know? sure, I get that too. I, yeah. I do like sports, but like yeah. I don't know anything about basketball. Yeah. So whenever that comes up, I'm. Well, 
So NBA, you're like, I yeah, really Magic Johnson, right? Yeah, yeah good, so you know what I'm saying? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I know. Yeah, Shaq. Shaq. <laughs> yeah, Shaq attack. Shaq yeah, he's like yeah, Shaq, man. He's a great Home player. Depot commercial. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. whatever he's shilling. That guy is <laughs> the massive shill for every company I've ever yeah. seen. I think he's shill for every company in the world. Yeah, I know. He's like doing, what is that, like insurance Dude, and stuff? Dude, he does everything. Yeah. Every single company. Yeah, it's funny. Pizza Hut, yeah, Domino's, I don't know. Yeah, he just does everything. Anyway, um, Doc Slothington, surprise. Winston had never heard of Milo and Otis, so I thought it was everywhere and late. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't yeah. know what that was. It was Let me a huge a Japanese movie. But it was, it, you know, Entered the West. Oh, yeah, no, I haven't seen it. Huh. Yeah, it's, show it to your kid. She'll like it. Yeah, I'm sure Talking she animals. Yeah, she loves animals. But they dubbed it in English, so 86. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's I guess cool. that probably would have been my first movie in theaters then. My mom claims that it's little mermaid my dad claimed it's milo notice but it would have been milo notice came out first right? yeah i think i think minus minus et and i don't remember it because i was like two but my parents took me to the drive-in or something to see it oh uh, okay yeah. yeah et was before i was born yeah but I, I saw it when i was a kid right um hayward driver says just started watching your videos how does the chinese government treat foreigners born in china that's so rare yeah but yeah it's interesting. It's, it's interesting. Yeah. Because um, it's such a rarity. They definitely get bullied in school. Yeah. Um, I've seen some pretty awful stuff yeah. as far as that's concerned. We, it's we, like we can actually do something on that. Yeah. They're worshipped, but at the same time, they're demonized. And just treated like an outsider. Yeah. You're never considered to be Chinese never. ever. Never. Yeah. Walter Dedman, hot Cheetos flavor over bacon flavor. That, that That's it. Society is done. Shut it down. <laughs> I look forward to alien invasion now. <laughs> yeah. Hot Cheetos flavor is not something I'm, I'm after. I'm not looking for that. In my I life. don't think I want a bacon flavored Mountain Dew either. No, but I'd rather have bacon flavored stuff than hot Cheetos. Sure, sure, stuff. sure. Uh, past, do you know bacon is like some it was like some huge propaganda campaign? No, you didn't know about that. No, it's like you know, like everyone's like, oh, we gotta have bacon, like bacon, just more and more bacon. You know, it's a cringe. Like, what is that? Fucking what was that show called? What that? cooking mega food thing yeah where they make it it's like bacon yeah. got yeah. more bacon it's like sure. super if you think about it now it's mad cringe yeah sure. it's like oh bacon i got a bacon on everything you know it's like but apparently there was like a whole propaganda thing around it. that's weird well, yeah. i know like a full english breakfast you gotta have some bacon eggs and bacon no i love bacon but like entering pop culture where people right. have t-shirts about bacon it's like yeah. that doesn't happen yeah you don't wear t-shirts of like uh watermelon <laughs> no. you don't wear t-shirts of like uh uh, hamburger and like I love hamburgers. People so, would be like, "You love hamburgers? What? What's wrong with you?" Of I, course. Don't you have things like got beef or something? Yeah, but that's a government campaign. So I'm saying okay. bacon was a similar thing, apparently. So it's like the pork industry trying to like flex or something. Yeah, it was, the, it was the pork industry. Oh, interesting. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, it is interesting. Something to look into. Yeah. Uh, epic meal time. That's right. I'm not that's saying they're yeah. bad, but it's like you look back on it, and you're like, okay. That was, right. that was pretty cringe. I, I just every time I saw that, I was like, what a waste of food. It's absolute huge waste. <laughs> just I, like, I wasn't a fan yeah, of that. Yeah. Bacon weave. Somebody <laughs> said, fuck you, Silva. I'll allow it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it hid your cum. I allowed it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, keep up the good work, guys. Watch it till the very end. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Um, Excellent. That Thanks. guy really didn't like the fact that he was wearing currently a bacon t shirt. <laughs> yeah. If it makes you feel any better. I have shorts that are that '90s cup design. Oh yes, you know, that, yeah, like, the Dixie neon, cup thing. Yeah, the Dixie yeah. cup thing. I have shorts like that. That's so. cool. Yeah. Uh, keep up the good work, guys. Thank you very much. Inu Batan, my stepmother wants to know where you get uh, Baijiu ice cream on this side of the ocean. I don't think you can. That was in China. Yeah. Leo. You could make it yourself. Although you know, alcohol doesn't freeze. That kind of very strong alcohol. You know, 
No, it doesn't. You, you can't can, freeze it. No, you just leave no. it in there. I guess you could you take... You can absolutely make it. Well, you just take... Ice cream machines. Oh, okay. Yeah. You can make alcohol into ice cream? Of course. Okay. You can make anything in ice cream. I was just thinking, if you bought like a vanilla, like Ben and Jerry's or something, you buy it, and then you just pour oh, it in. That's the easy way. You know, yeah. you just open it and you just pour it, let it soak in sure. there, and then you can spoon feed yourself. You know what you could also do is pour it through bread and then eat the bread. <laughs> you you got to trust the bread. Don't trust the yeah, bread. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Leo says, actually, CCP, uh, what it did was like the Taiping Tianguo, the Boxer Revolution, Zhang Xianzhong, and the bloody cannibals who treat each other. Other Chinese people like pigs and sheep, the genocide did not begin in the PRC. I understand that, mm. but every country has gone through horrid, horrid periods. Yes. And the, the thing about the reason that we need to blame the, the PRC and the, the CCP is that it's happening now. Yeah. It's now. It's in our lifetime here. Yes, absolutely. We can't correct necessarily what happened in the past, but we can correct what's happening now. Yeah, we can stop terrible things from happening yes. right now. I understand what you're saying, though, Leo. Yeah. David, thank you very much. Doc Southington with the last one. Flamin' Hot Cheeto do Mountain Dew insults my delicate sensibilities. <laughs> but I have to admit, the sweet heat, Starburst, and Skittles were actually pretty good. Hmm. Interesting. A lot of Mexican candy. You remember back when we were in the... The left coast. Yeah, west um, coast. The west coast. <laughs> sure. I just meme it a little bit. Right, right. You know what people say. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, they always had those Mexican candies. Yeah. Remember those? Yeah. And they had like some chili powder and stuff. They always have some spice in it. They, I Those started to grow on me a little bit. Anyway. Yeah, we'll I miss, I miss the Mexican food. Yes. We'll see you Absolutely. Next week. We'll see you next week, guys. Look, don't forget, it is the Tiananmen Square Massacre, um, you know, anniversary mm -hmm. tomorrow. So a little bit of remembrance, if you can. I mean, you don't need to go do anything, but at least don't forget. Yes. You know, don't because forget. the Chinese government's trying to make everyone forget. Yes. Uh, have a fantastic weekend. Mm -hmm. Can't wait to see you in the next one. And uh, thank you for joining us for this very important conversation. I'm not going to cut myself off. I don't think I cut myself off last time, did I? You did, actually, yeah, unfortunately. Again? Yeah. Ah, let's try. Five, four,